0: probably change the time then because i've advertised this as 9 30 tonight
1: oh yeah yeah we just we were all on discord and i was like we might as it's well just start
0: 11
1: no yeah. we started at the wrong time da, da, da. Wow.
0: on harmontown there was always a running gag where somebody would scream out it's 9 11 and then the audience would cheer
1: yeah that's <laughs> a weird thing to cheer uh, yes. but this is our first episode of the new year happy new year guys welcome happy to new year welcome to gwk the Geeky podcast where we talk about stuff that's a different top tagline because i don't know what we're going with this year that's all right uh i'm eric i'm your host joining me on this wonderful day is brent david and hawk hi guys
2: hello i'm still alive welcome, welcome yeah. back
1: yay welcome back
0: we're it here it has to, been over two months
1: has it been two months
2: it's been a November
0: while. November 11th was God of War uh, Ragnarok review. That yeah. was our last show. Which which is remembrance. <laughs> 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 I remembered. I remembered. Uh, yo, remember?
1: Remember, remember our oh, last God. episodes? Remember I
0: remembered oh. like it was a Ghostbusters
1: movie. Well, when I loaded up OBS today, I had forgotten that I switched over to 2K because of uh, my monitor, like how it streams. So I had to redo all of the scenes. That was fun. That was fun. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay because we're here. We are in 2023. So we're going to talk about our favorite things from 2022. That's movies, TV shows, and video games. Um, we're not going to do what's good because we're basically doing what's good the whole episode. Um, yeah, although if you want to, what's good? Watch The Last of Us. That premiered last night, and that damn I'm, good.
2: Well, wow. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm watching it immediately after we get off tonight. Damn straight. So damn straight. It, it was is. it was amazing watching Eric and Brittany just geek out. Like, look, they're
1: doing that scene. It's our oh favorite, my god, it's our favorite. Have you not? Game. Have
2: you not played the game? But it's not like it's not, I not have, his favorite I, game. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, no, okay. I, it's not my favorite game. I I did. I played it. I played it to completion. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff I forgot because it's been like about eight years since I played it. No. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I played I'm, it like, I'm really curious ish. to watch
2: it just
0: is cause I want to see how faithful to the, to the, to the source material it mm-hmm. is. I want to <laughs> see how, how they stretch it out. Like, are they going to do a season, a game kind of thing or cause they didn't announce that they're working on the game on game number three. So
1: yeah. Um, well, basically um, I think they said that they're going to take inspiration from this game and the next game, but they're going to, you know, spread out the storyline because the second game takes place a number of years after the first one. So they yeah. they have a lot to explore in between seasons and stuff. Um I could see <laughs> the yeah, um we won't talk about the second game but there's a lot of spoilers there. Um the show was created by Neil Druck- Druckmann who did the video game and um Craig Mazin who did um Chernobyl.
2: Chernobyl.
1: And he also did Scary Movie 3 and 4. So, you know. That is back. insane. <laughs>
2: you
0: you
1: got it? Wow. Start you got to start somewhere. It's true. It's uh, true. Yep. Yeah. So, let's get into this. We're going to talk about our favorite movies of 2022. Um, if you guys pick the same movie, feel free to jump in on that person, uh, their talk. Um, but we're going to start with Brent. What's your favorite yeah. movie of 2022?
0: I... Well, I think well, my favorite movie was uh, is something a little different, but it's been so long since I've seen it, I don't remember it, and I'm pretty sure somebody else picked it. So, mine is going to be what I think may have surpassed it though, and it is a more recent viewing, which is uh, Mark Mylod's The Menu. Yes, um,
1: it's on the, Disney Plus. Watch it now, everyone. Yeah, Everybody. it's
0: it's so hard to talk about this movie though because the 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 one thing I want to preface to anyone is don't know anything about this movie going into it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't know any, don't watch the trailers. Yeah. Don't know much about the storyline. Go in, go in blind, go completely blind because the trailer actually made me think the movie was one thing that it, it really, really was not. Mm. Um, But it's just, it's so good. It, it's so fucking good. If, it um, plays they're... like a, like, as we discussed, it plays like you're watching a play, like you're watching a stage production.
1: 100%, mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Yeah, like ninety percent of the of the story all takes place in one setting. Um, it's all about the interactions between the characters and the interactions between like the guests mm-hmm. and the restaurant staff. And um, there's an you know, in- like the brief there's an intimacy
1: um being an audience member and watching something on the stage that you get in this movie that mm-hmm. you don't get in many movies. And it, yeah, it's it's very strange that they were able to make that happen. It's
0: It's the way they play that dichotomy, too, of like you as an audience member watching this film and watching these characters act. And then the characters in the movie themselves are watching these guys in the kitchen perform their art, perform their show for them. Yeah. And it's like you putting yourself in so many different people's places in this movie. It's incredible. So The the basic premise without giving anything away is uh, Ray Fiennes plays a world-renowned chef. Who owns a restaurant, uh, a very exclusive restaurant on a private island, like a $10,000 a plate kind of restaurant. And he has invited a select group of uh, foodies and people from the food industry to come and take part in a very special uh, seven-course meal. And that's really all you can say about it. (laughs) Beyond that, starts going into spoiler territory. You
1: should talk about the cast because the ensemble is insane. So...
0: Rafe finds as the chef, it's one of his, it's honestly one of his best performances I've ever seen. It's probably like the most haunting performance I've seen him do since Schindler's List. Like, <laughs> he's terrifying in this movie. Like, he is absolutely, like, he's charismatic when he wants to be, but for the most part, he is constantly instilling this, like, unease and fear in, like, the characters and in the audience as to, like, what he has planned. Like, what is happening as this is progressing.
2: Every time but he also you're...
0: is like it's so wonderful to see he's someone who has so much passion and joy that's been sucked from his life um, as a result of like what he does, uh, and watching that change of him throughout the movie and like him trying to just find one last little glimmer of hope in his life la- and happiness in his life. Um, Anna Taylor Joy as one of the restaurateurs is uh, who's accidentally invited to the to the tasting. Um, nicholas holt is the person who brought her who is like this ultimate d- douchebag d- 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 foodie i don't even think you oh. should
1: describe these people because you learn a I lot th- about them when you, you
0: see- uh, but i'm talking more you, you the more of what they're like initial these are the initial impressions you get in the first five minutes of these characters fair, like he's fair. he's a douchebag foodie yeah most that's basically all everyone in this movie is is it is a, is a variant it, of foodie? This is <laughs> low-key variants of different
1: bag, uh, people. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair.
0: But it's um, like, why the reason? Oh, I the, ultimately, I pick it as my movie of the years, because like I said, I talked to you guys. I've worked in the restaurant industry for, or I did work in it for 20 years. Jesus. Uh, most of that as a, as a cook and as like a restaurant or a kitchen manager. And this movie spoke to me on so many levels about The passion you have for something uh, and the way that influences around you and things around you slowly suck that passion out of you (laughs) and make you start to hate everything that you used to love. And um, I went about it a different way than the characters in this movie did. Um, Let's just say that, but maybe uh, it's I understand like I get it's it's one of the few times where I really understood the motivation of like I don't want to say like a villain but I guess you could mm. say he was a villain in it like but I, I truly I got what he was going through and I got the anger he had like it made mm. sense and and even when it's like in a comical way like and that's another thing this movie is funny as hell
2: shockingly funny as hell like <laughs> which How you don't about- expect from
0: like a suspenseful
2: horror movie, like. How about that scene where uh the food critic was critiquing that that was that the bouillabaisse and that that was on the plate and that how it was broken the consomme or whatever. That, oh, yeah, serve.
0: yeah. The consomme was broken. So they just kept sending her like big giant bowls of broken consomme throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs>
2: yep. Yep.
1: This movie is really it really is amazing. I, like, like I love the, I love. Oh, man.
0: I <laughs> love the scene, too, where like when they serve the the bread course with no bread. <laughs> and no one no one understands that that's a fucking joke that that was like no this is us taking a piss out of you guys and every one of the food characters is just like this is brilliant i, I can't believe he's so daring to do something like this and everyone on taylor joy is the one character going like guys this is fucking stupid like <laughs> but anyway that's that's before everything starts to evolve it's it's a slow burn movie at the beginning. But man, it's it's it it hooks you. Like once you hit a certain course of the food, when you start to kind of go like, okay, I I kind of see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I know what's going, and you don't really like it. Just keeps taking turns and turns and turns. But it's it's just it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant movie.
1: Yeah, Taffy definitely watched the movie. It's on Disney Plus right now. So,
0: I uh, know Taffy's in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I've seen it. Hawk's seen it. Dave hasn't seen it yet, but. I think you want to, yeah.
0: This is this is what I feel like during
1: the conversation. <laughs> just like, like I have I'm no gonna mention clue. the rest of the some more it, of the no. ensemble because uh John Leguizamo's in it, Amy Carrero, Judith Light, um, Reed Burney. like this the cast is incredible. Like just yeah, incredible. Cast, yeah.
0: I remember thinking when I saw the trailer, I thought it was Stanley Tucci that was in the movie, and then I realized that no, it's it's uh the guy who played the uh, the the federal officer in Prison Break,
1: I didn't Paul Adelstein. Prison. Oh, I didn't watch Prison Break. He
0: hmm. played Agent Kellerman in Prison Break, but I thought he was
2: Stanley Tucci when I saw the premiere uh, the trailer, <laughs> and I was so excited for his another Stanley Tucci movie.
1: Ah, fair, actually, fair. Stanley
2: Tucci did a uh, did a a cooking movie like years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, he does a cooking done. he does a cooking show. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. It's wonderful it's on food tv
0: he has a yeah he has or a show all about travel. like fine italian uh like diners and like wineries and things like that like it's all about like the italian food culture the yeah. internet right.
1: loves that show like there are memes of him everywhere like making that pasta should right, wine. that
0: there should um, help you understand a lot of this movie
1: yeah but this is more like um you thirsty, don't even really have right? to be like a
2: food a foodie to understand this movie this it movie is, made <laughs> it did. It, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, But if no, you like, the only advice I can tell somebody is that it's it's like going into one of those big performance uh, dinner pieces, and that you know, it's like yeah. it, the, it's unfolded for you that way. You're the guest in this in this movie, and, and you know yeah. you you don't know what to expect. You don't always yeah. like what you get, but at the same time, it's a masterpiece. At the end,
1: well, one last thing I'll say about this movie is it made me not look at my phone the whole time, like. Mm-hmm that's how good this movie is i didn't want yeah. i didn't look at my move i didn't look at my phone that's how like man
0: i i gotta have a conversation with you with you guys minus dave about this afterwards though like maybe we'll do it on like the facebook chat but i watched a uh a video where somebody broke down the ending and pointed out something that i never thought of that oh. may have actually like how the movie might have really ended that nobody really noticed and i was like and then when he mentioned it and started going through the details and i started remembering the beginning of the movie as they were explaining a lot of things i was like oh shit i didn't think of that like
1: i do want to see this video (laughs) yeah anyway great movie highly recommended disney plus like i said dave you're up next what's your movie of 2022
0: well you know i was uh i was gonna go with such an easy pick the batman um but in in fairness uh i'm gonna go with uh Little little Disney Plus vehicle you might have heard of called Prey. Uh, we did a whole also on Disney Plus,
1: yeah. We did like yeah. a whole <laughs>
0: podcast about it. We are not we? sponsored, it was, it was uh, it was phenomenal. Um, so I was good. gonna do like the whole spiel. Like, Prey is a 2022 American science fiction action film of the Predator franchise. Fifth installment is the prequel to the first four films set in the northern Great Plains from 1719. Uh, directed by Dan, Dan yeah. Trackenburn, um, who I think Dan Trackenburn did the Mortal Kombat shorts yeah. on, on cinema,
3: Oh yeah, Machinima uh,
0: many years ago, which was like almost the inspiration for the new Mortal Kombat movie mm. in some ways. If only Love. they did.
3: <laughs> <If>
0: only... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. I thought we weren't um. going to bring that up today. <laughs> i can't dave found a way dave um, found a way dan um
1: <laughs> dan chidenberg also did 10 cloverfield lane
0: oh he did yeah that which, which was, was phenomenal re- it was one of those things where it's like it's not a cloverfield movie but to like well to market but we it, want to we'll make it a cloverfield movie we
1: want to keep this franchise alive
0: well it's also you know it, it's a franchise it was yeah. like Die Hard 3 wasn't a Die Hard movie they're like well if we put Die Hard on it it'll probably sell better hmm. um but uh, my thing is, I don't know how they convinced Disney to make this film.
1: Uh, it's Hulu. It's, that's why.
0: But it was still like, that's Fox, right? That was like, it was probably in I production. Think was, yeah, I think it was before. Yeah. So it was probably like greenlit and stuff like that. They did such a job matching like the sarcastic machismo misogyny of the original film. Which is to say like, <laughs> the, the the it's intentionally like misogynistic because that's the whole point. Is you twist that, right? Like- a lot of people i think don't pick up on the um the like in in Die Hard where it's like he's not like a macho guy that's kind of the problem with the later Die Hard movies where it's like he's doing everything he can yeah. to not be a hero right and then in Predator it's like all you watch all the macho guys die off one by one and then the yeah. one guy who's like oh if i act like an idiot i'm you know i if i you know fight this thing head on i'm going to die um there's there's only one thing I I knock this movie for is that they didn't do the full Comanche. I mean, there's a Comanche dub, but it's not the same. Like, um, I was just thinking because we were talking about Forty Seven Ronin the other night, and Forty Seven Ronin has two versions: a full Japanese version and a full yeah. English version. Yeah, and it's like if that movie can do it and get and like why this movie? I, it's just I wish they would have done that because yeah. it would have been so. Because cool. it was just
1: a dub. It looked weird. Looking, yeah, doing like, it over the, the English. Like uh, it was
0: dumb i thought i i thought that they actually did do a full version i never watched it myself but i think i thought the, that they the did intention was to do so but i think they just didn't have the budget for it
1: they also did it during mm-hmm. covid times right so it's probably hard to film like stay on to film those extra scenes
2: it's that nice. it, it, it's it's an amazing idea in that but at the same time when you're when you want people you want like a broad audience to sit down and that to watch this movie and that it's like logically it's like yeah we just kind of go with english and that you know we want more eyes they on it
0: didn't end up putting it in theaters i don't think they thought uh it was going to do as well as it did like it, it was very popular uh, mm-hmm. when it came up because it's so good mm-hmm.
1: um i guess I maybe they, they didn't it think the it was going to be there
0: yeah i, I think, think yeah i think it's one of those things where i don't think that they trusted that the audience was going to be there for it because of how different it was from the, the rest of the series
1: like non white, I think males. they really
0: thought this was going to be kind of like a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll make a few bucks off this and then yeah. move on kind of thing. But there like, oh, they
1: dead white dudes in them, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and are uh, French, which I love. I love that they didn't uh subtitle the French people, that, that made yeah. me happy. Um, it's it sort of like when George, like George Miller, stole a name and he wanted to do Mad Max Fury Road in black and white, and they're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not gonna we're gonna do this i
0: have the blood and chrome edition and i still have not watched it's it. it's so
1: actually. good like yeah, it looks I sharper should. than the it should colored yeah, version should... which is yeah. weird because they they converted it so i don't know how that worked out that it's gorgeous though gorgeous prey is on my top 10 of this year
0: great prey is phenomenal if you haven't for some reason if you have not watched prey go watch it on um, Disney Plus. It, I mean, it came out pretty early last. It was like February or March last year. So mm-hmm. like, there's really not a lot of excuses other than it. You know, it didn't get the uh, the marketing it definitely deserved. Um, mm. And and spoilers. Uh, that movie is basically worth it for watching a predator fucking like bane <laughs> a bear. Yes. <laughs> like just I like about that. Oh, how how strong is this thing? Oh, it can lift a fucking grizzly. Above yeah. his head, and fucking just you know, uh, what's it's called a spine breaker, right? Like, just fucking okay. Oh my god, it was so it's like when Conan punches the horse, like, he <laughs> was like, Holy fuck, that. that dude's strong. <laughs> hey, tuck down a grizzly. What do we put against it that could beat it? A tiny girl. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> She more nimble. Um, Julian in the chat is saying that uh, the menu is on HBO Max in the states, so yeah, so it is everywhere at least to uh, watch yeah oh. but everybody I should be watching on, it. So- it's
0: rare that we get something in the states doesn't so the yeah. menu yeah, yeah. is on the home page for disney plus here and i clicked yeah. on it and it said related things barbarians on there which i still have not watch which i hear what? is phenomenal that is a good uh, yeah. barbarians great movie terrible ending
1: i uh, will agree with this
0: yeah <laughs> yeah uh it was a phenomenal movie until you finally find out what's happening and you're like oh until they Man. all wake up and RG, or is J, J. still alive.
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, it's like a really good suspenseful movie. I didn't, I thought it was yeah. going to be more like gory from based on the trailer, but it wasn't as much as I thought it would be. No, I want gore. no, I, no
0: not really. I can watch yeah. Prey.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that was sick. gory. As hell. And and for
0: a movie that <laughs> clearly had a very small budget, the effects were almost perfect. Like they were vi- like 99% there, 99% of the time, and then like once or twice, you're like, oh, okay, I can kind of see where that, that could have been better. But yeah, I'll take the hydrate on this one. Me too. <laughs> I should have got
1: water. You should have because you're going up now. I <laughs> yeah, I know. So Any I thought... other final thoughts on Prey? Phenomenal film. It was really, I thought it was in the summer for some reason. Um, but I can't been, remember. But It's
0: just a fucking, it's fun. Yeah, I, it's thought, yeah I, thought it I thought it was July. I thought it was July it came out. I don't know. Yeah. I can't count.
1: We'll figure it. Hey, it doesn't matter. Uh, Hawk.
0: It was August. The concept of time after it came out.
1: Yeah. The last three years have hey, all been weird. I
0: don't know. <laughs> no, no. Eric, I got a question. Your alphabet skills if, if Hawk is up next.
1: Yeah, no, no. I'm going last because I was, I'm was. the okay. host. Remember? We, we said, said that. He
0: said me. And me, M is after H. That's true. So, me. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i get to pick the batman as my best film of the year and that and that's just a tough choice because there was a lot of great movies this year you know really? but as far as like one that's really stuck with me and that and the fact that i didn't get to talk about the last time because i missed our you know that our uh geese with kids uh, review but you missed the batman uh, episode i did i missed the batman episode. oh my God, i batman. wore my bat
0: cowl for that didn't i yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: This was hands down probably my my favorite film of the year, uh, as it was with a lot of people. Um it's like it's every, top three for me. Yeah. Every few years, like there's always that new iteration of Batman that comes out, you know, from Hollywood. Some of them are good, some of them are not great, you know. We're we had just kind of gotten over, like, you know, the fact that we were gonna have Ben Affleck back as Batman. And, you know, I think that's okay, you know? Uh, I remember everybody freaking out when it was Robert Pattinson who was uh, cast that's... as a never
1: I mean, it's fair. I, I was
0: on the give him a chance. I, like, I was, you know, like, after all the backlash of Heath Ledger's Joker, I've always been on the train of, let's see what they've got first before we talk shit. If yeah. I hadn't had the lighthouse... I think a lot more people would have been like, I don't, this guy, come on. But because of the lighthouse, you're like, Oh, this guy can fucking act. See, I didn't see well, the lighthouse you know what?
1: until later, but I saw Cosmopolis and that was the movie where I was like, Oh shit, he can act really, yes. really well. And I wanted to see that Batman or that Bruce Wayne in the movie.
2: Okay. Like he spent all those years after Twilight bit rebuilding a movie career, and that mm-hmm. you know he went from being like the you know the hottest young actor and blah blah blah, and then you know tabloid fodder and that, and then he just abandoned all that and did indie projects for like the next what ten years. Well, he had know? the
0: money to do that too. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: There's this one I had never seen it. Has anybody ever seen Good Time? Because apparently that's like Is that one the of one his. Like
0: at a carnival. Mm-hmm.
2: No, he played. He was this bank robber with a a mentally uh, challenged brother in that uh, who uh, got scooped up by the police yeah. involved in his crime, and he spends the entire film trying to figure out a way to get him out of prison. And oh, Sally Brothers, yeah, Jennifer, Jason, and Lee. that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> it's apparently amazing. I remember this interview with uh, Pete Davidson and and uh, Robert Pattinson were on uh, Jimmy Fallon the one night, and Pete Davidson's like, you know. Good Time is my favorite film. I've watched it about 30 times. Everybody needs to see this movie, and Pattinson is just sitting there, like, just beaming. <laughs> Anyways. Apparently he was good in Tenet.
1: I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah,
2: Tenet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He was great in Tenet. He's a good actor, and he was great in this role. I yeah. think we all agree on that. You know, people always kind of poo-poo that he wasn't huge and that, like Affleck was in that. He didn't need to be. I...
0: I I poo pooed a little bit like the direction they went with Bruce Wayne in this movie, but not mm-hmm. his performance of it. Like he he fully committed. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I applaud him for that. So
1: yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I was surprised they didn't go with, with the the Playboy billionaire um, Bruce Wayne at this point. I like I understand it's year one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He I like, like that a...
0: they didn't do that approach. I just wish it wasn't so
1: reclusive, goth
0: emo goth, kid. Yeah. Like it just it was it was a little bit much let me tell you time, but he sold it let me tell Her you about called how called <laughs> the batman how much yeah. it focuses on bruce wayne and then matt reeves just said well the second movie is going to focus on bruce wayne even more and i'm like don't call it the batman 2 then
1: <laughs> the bruce wayne um i was at the uh mall bruce Man. i was at the mall and i heard these kids talking about the bat the batman and they're like have you guys heard of nirvana and i was like oh <laughs> I knew that oh.
0: was coming after that movie. <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind uh, that, a... Yes, Nirvana is, was a very, oh. well, still is a very popular band. Mm-hmm. They were Thirty, a, they were not around yeah. for a very mm-hmm. long time. I know, but it right? just
1: made me feel so old. I was just like, man, I know. <laughs> man. I, I
0: know. that was exactly the thought that I had every time I kept hearing that song play. Was I'm like, oh my god, there's a whole generation of people who are just discovering this band. That, like they fucking own them now, Wasn't and this is going to be horrible. Twenty twenty two is people discovering yeah. nirvana or kids discovering nirvana uh uh Good. Can't I can't think of her name running up the hill uh kate bush, kate bush. Kate bush. right yep. metallic it's like Metallica is super popular they're all but all of a sudden like 17 year olds had discovered metallica you know? did
1: metallica do something new this year this past year yeah yeah
2: Same. i know it, it's so easy to forget that you know it's like nirvana is now classic rock you know what it's not classic rock is in 70s you know led zeppelin and that classic rock is now 90s rock yep. uh, yeah uh actually 2000s
1: to, <laughs> to be honest like 20 from 90 <laughs> is the 70s right so that's it's what i was the
0: 20th anniversary of fat lip i think by some 41
2: oh yeah wow wow yeah. Anyways, we all died a little bit. (laughs) Yes, and I'm the young one, and I feel (laughs) old. So, Pattinson's performance is Bruce Wayne. It, yeah. you know everybody says depression mm-hmm. emo blah, blah 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 it's not it's it was the other side of batman obsession then, mm-hmm. where he abandoned like his own personal life in pursuit of this whole project and that because he thought this was the best way he could you know honor his parents and like okay. he'll make a difference in the city and i think they cover that really well mm-hmm. um the entire look of it was great you know like right and it, it, the cavalcade of influences this movie you know the, that Matt Reeves quoted for this movie was you know it just blew my mind um a little known one that it was the conversation. Um, I don't know if you guys have huh. ever seen it you ever see, uh it's a Francis Ford Coppola film he made it in between Godfathers one and two starred mm-hmm. Gene Hackman uh, played Harry call who was a surveillance expert um, in the 70s you know so it's like oh, I've been
0: hearing this I've been hearing yeah. this
2: movie referenced a lot lately.
0: Because there was another movie that came out recently, and it's it's been compared to the conversation a lot.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Gene Hackman plays Harry Call. Um, He's a surveillance expert. Um, He basically records a conversation between two people who are traveling around a a fountain in, in the middle of a park during a busy day. Right? He's it's a paid job, and the you know the person paying him needed to have this conversation recorded. And going back over it, he's pretty sure he recorded. Uh, what is possibly like a murder? Yeah, um, you should check it out. It's fantastic. There's a oh, lot this... of reference. Yeah, That's there's where, a no, lot... as
0: I saw, I was watching a. a, a I was watching a, going down the YouTube rabbit hole recently and watching Siskel and Lieber's review of Enemy of the State, and they kept bringing up the conversation oh, as sense. being like an, an earlier version of that movie. So,
1: and he was yeah. in Enemy of the State, was he not? It would be. Yes, it so. would be cool if it was like an unofficial sequel because it would sort of make
3: last sense. movie.
0: No, his last movie was
2: uh, "Welcome to Mooseport." Yeah, that's Um... a movie that made him quit acting, I think, or retire from acting. Um,
1: I think what I liked about the Batman is it was the first time we saw him really as a as a detective. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the whole movie, he was him trying to solve this whole mystery. Like we had a Riddler movie already before. No riddles, really. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. the most we got was sort of. sort of the dark night when he was trying to figure out you know the shells and all of that stuff for the joker but really other than that this is really the first time we've
2: actually seen him be a detective yeah like the world's the world's greatest detective like he's always advertised in the comic books like from back in the day you know and yeah that was great like bringing in the whole is
0: still an ongoing series Mm -hmm. actually yeah and And detective comics is an ongoing series batman has five comics usually
1: yeah This is the first one where I was like, if they bring in the Justice League into this world, he's the only Batman I've seen in the past like 30 years who would actually have files on every single person in the Justice League who would be like, this is how you end these people.
0: (laughs) There was a conversation recently released with James Gunn about how they're talking to Matt Reeves about how to incorporate this, but he is basically saying, don't.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Not yet. Let let me have... Let me have my let me have my toy and play with it for a while. And then you guys can have it. And James Gunn kind of went like, yeah, OK, I understand. That's fair. So I don't think that there is. I don't think they're planning to incorporate this yeah. version of Batman yeah, in uh, And kind of Justice League. Coming I out.
2: really hope not. And yeah. like going forward with DC movies and that, like I'm I noticed a little kind of pattern forming in that where it's like if they once Warner Brothers kind of gets out of the way of a director in that in, in incorporating these characters into their film. Sometimes they, they pull off some near miracles in that. Yeah. You know? I mean, that happens
0: with a lot of directors and a lot of films <laughs> yeah. where it's just like but I mean
2: yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, well, James Gunn when he took when he did the suicide squad and that. Great. You know, it didn't do well at the box office apparently, but nonetheless, fantastic film. Joker, you know? Mm. That should have been a total write off in that that movie, you know? And yet it goes on to make that sh- that goes on to make a billion dollars in that. Yeah. And I hope that like, you know, Warner Brothers follows that, that same kind of pattern that just like, let it stand on its own. It doesn't have to be incorporated. It doesn't need an appearance by Henry Cavill at the end. And that yeah. let it stand on its own merits and that and trust a mm-hmm. director.
1: Apparently. So James Gunn's universe is going to be the main universe. And then we're going to have all the, there's going to be extended like other worlds. That's going to be the Batman. Yeah. There's going to be the Joker one. Right? And then there's mm-hmm. going to be the one that's the Snyderverse because it still has the Flash in it and Aquaman. Yeah. But apparently they've cut all the cameos from the upcoming Flash movie. So from the old Snyderverse I, stuff.
2: So
0: I know. I, I I can't understand what the hell is going on with that movie right now. Like
2: I'm they're still going to release, release it with him it. in yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And there's st- apparently they're still even talking about making a sequel with him.
2: Well, yeah, he's under like a lot Them, sorry. of like.
0: But well, we won't get Batgirl.
2: Yeah, yeah apparently yeah that that's already like, in the can that's in the can you know it's it like was ready how? to go yeah but no well, it's not ready to
1: go they finished filming and editing it but they saw it special how? effects like they did the like score already
2: yeah they were like they were like pretty much three quarters of the yeah. way done and then like decided to put throw it in the can. Like,
0: yeah it's a tax write-off it's like that's not how tax write-offs work yeah well no. i guess you made you, it yeah. you put money into it yeah not releasing it is not how you save money. That
1: the well Snowpiercer season four is the same, right? They finished it. It's not getting released. Um, so they're just like they're, they're the the creators are trying to shop it around, but um whoever made it this uh not Discovery, um I can't remember the the production company. It was but like Turner Network or
0: something like yeah, that. They're TNT just like, you know,
1: we're not we're not gonna release it. We're gonna write it off and uh, if you wanna shop it elsewhere, you can.
0: Also, not even a write. That's not what yeah. write-offs are. Yeah. Now that I'm in accounting, I know what all these things mean, and that's not what write-offs for the, are. For the
1: shareholders, yeah, is. for the shareholders. Yeah, it's. For well, I sharehold. mean, it's like who thought that like the, it makes sense, Jerry?
0: Yeah. Spend all the money to make something, but don't make the money by showing it. Yeah. Like
2: yeah. Um. With we, with their own streaming service and everything, like you know, available to you to do so.
1: Like so. Like, so you talked about a lot about. Robert Pattinson as the yeah. Joker, but we also got to see a detective Gordon and we got to see the, the Riddler in that movie. I know you weren't here so, for our long conversation about them, but they were both amazing in the movie.
2: Right. Finding like incorporating, like, it, you know, James Gordon, you know, or Lieutenant Gordon at this point. Right. And mm-hmm. as an active character who was an equal partner to the Batman was just brilliant, you know, because it played off the whole antipathy, like with the cops and that all the cops in the city hated Batman, you know, yeah, and the only reason they gave him any sort of like you know kind of lease into into what was happening with the murders that the Riddler was committing was because of Gordon and that because of the friendship, and you know that that friendship probably formed because like Batman was the one who helped him take down the Joker probably a year ago. Yeah, according to like the little deleted scene that came yeah. up, right? Yeah, I think um, Zoe so-
0: Kravitz might have been the best cat, like the like comic Catwoman we
2: got.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, I, really I think like. she was just
2: an all-around great cat woman, you know. Yeah. She physica- physicality, personality wise and that. And her performance is just fantastic and that. Mm-hmm. Um I had to t- I I got a little taken aback in that today when I was realizing um uh about like 32 years ago, I was looking at the liner notes of Lenny Kravitz's uh, Mama Said album.
1: Oh no. <laughs> and it was <laughs> and it was
2: dedicated to his baby daughter Zoe. Oh my god. <laughs> so again, old... Yeah. I
1: mean, <laughs> um, that's fair. That's fair.
2: The Riddler in this movie. Um, this was a part that, like, you know, when I was when I saw it in, like I saw, in the theater and I saw like two two eight like two like ten year old kids ahead of me with no. their with their dad.
0: I had that I, too in my the when I went to go see it. There was like a a like a really annoyed dad who brought like his three six year old kids and I was like, what uh, are
2: you doing? Like, I know. Like, you read a little bit about it, but like, nothing will ever beat this. There was, like
0: a five year old in the Watchmen. <laughs> I was watching that giant I was penises like, oh, everywhere! Uh,
2: I, yay! <laughs>
0: but like little anecdote for you. So after I saw the movie, I went to work. Uh, I was working doing a basement for a couple who had a couple children, and I went into work one day and like as I'm showing up, the uh the wife is leaving with the kid and she said, uh, okay, you got the place yourself where we're going to see a movie. And I was like, Oh, what are you gonna see? And like, I'm gonna take him to go see the Batman. He loves the Batman. No, no, <laughs> he's far too young. Don't do it. You ever seen it? Like, but it's PG. And I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Trust me. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like PG thirteen. It wasn't was it? Well, F- remember yeah. in
0: Canada, it would probably be PG. And in the States, it was probably PG thirteen.
1: Right, yeah, right. That's fair.
2: Because anyways, didn't say, they didn't swear
0: enough to get a fourteen a 14A or anything. Pg like thirteen. No, American Pie two, which had nudity, I'll always remember this because I bought the VHS tapes when I was VHS. Like, <laughs> when I was too young. When I was too young to buy them, I bought I bought American Pie two, which was fourteen a, and I bought James and Silent Bob Strike Back, which didn't have nudity, but was eighteen a because of the language. So much in it. that movie obviously has terrible language so okay. uh, obviously uh, you know in canada we are a little just a tiny bit more european than the states yeah. out. We're like a little nudity is okay but if you say like certain swear words we're like all right fuck you, know, balls you got one fucking that's it <laughs>
2: yeah um <laughs> Uh, all this is insane to me because like in portraying Riddler as a serial killer and that Matt Reeves went kind of deep into serial killer lore. And I don't know if a lot of people picked up on it in that, but it's mm-hmm. the outfit that he chose for him in that first up with the hunter's mask. And then with a large duffel coat, though, so both of those are references to two different serial killers. Um, the Golden
0: zo- State Killer and the Zodiac. Yeah,
2: the, zo- the Zodiac Killer. He, uh, he attacked a couple wearing a, a very similar hunter's mask the duffel coat though that was a reference to btk oh okay yeah Well, because
0: i know what what matt reeves had said was like when he was researching he was talking about how like those killers where they got their outfits from was they just went in and got them from like everyday hunting in army surplus stores because that's how that's how easy they were to access stuff like that so that's what he did for this was he looked up and found what's the most common coat that i can find on an army surplus right now that's what we're going to use for the movie and it just so happened that they like they lined up so well with the with those characters or with those like guys.
2: Yeah, it, it was, yeah. It's stunning that like they he chose that direction and that it just it was one of those things that added that extra layer of grit to the film. Yeah. Um every time they've reiterated the Batman, like it started with Nolan and that, they've always tried to go, let's try and keep this more grounded than that, you know. Everything got crazy after like, you know, Batman and Robin with the <laughs> Mr. Freeze and everything. Nolan brings it back. He he makes it ground level and that Batman fighting the mob and that it goes a little crazy with you know Batman fighting aliens and Justice League and that. So Matt Reeves rightly tore it right back down to the bare bones of what the story is about. And to my mind, this was the best looking uh, Arkham, yeah, that or sorry Gotham City that we've had on film. Yeah, you know, I loved you know. it just for the that. Was my favorite thing about the movie was the aesthetic of the city and
0: for the first time on film seeing Gotham before it's been at least marginally
2: cleaned up when it was really like as crazy as it's ever been. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Overrun graffiti Mm -hmm. everywhere, just garbage uncollected. It was,
1: it's, it's a Gotham where you could see the, the court of owls. Like they, they could have totally operated there. Like I totally believe that that like they have that London Gothic look, but not like the Gothic Chicago slash New York look that they sort of went with in the last
2: iteration. It was a it was a little too clean, you know. Yeah, Even in the first movie. was Toronto.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. I love the Batman. I thought it was great. Um, it's yeah, an, also Batman. in my top ten. All of these movies. Um,
0: what I like so far is Eric. I'm pretty sure I know what your what yours is. Yeah. So I would say that like so far, um, four of my top five have been mentioned tonight.
1: Talk or are you talking including me? Yes, okay, awesome. I was like, Did we talk about another film? I didn't miss, I missed? i would
0: um, say, Praise, praise the only one that's in the, praise in my top 10, but it's not in my top five.
1: If you guys had one more movie without explanation that people should watch this year, what would be Brent?
0: Violent Night, yes, I agree, Violent um, Night 100%. Uh,
1: Dave, uh, that would be one? my other
0: time in the top five.
1: <laughs> nope, okay, hot. I, I, <laughs> we go back the
2: to the Banshees, the Banshees of sharon
1: yes, that movie's amazing.
2: Oh
1: yes, <laughs> Dave. Anything? I can Maybe come back to. Werewolf you by Night. I really
0: liked Werewolf by Night. I, I watched was, it a really couple good. of times. Actually, the only movies I think I've watched more than once this year were Werewolf by Night, The Batman, and Prey. So,
1: All good movies. All right. Um, yeah. my my runners up would be Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, which is surprisingly damn good. It is like Spider Verse animated good. And I did not expect that. I just expected being that is
2: like huge praise. Like I'm, I'm worried yeah. that I, if I turn this on, so like I'm not gonna find this. Um, like, I, yeah.
1: I don't care about the Shrek universe or any of the movies. Like I, I, I thought the first two were pretty funny when I was high yeah. in, in university. But yeah. um, when I saw this movie, I think I enjoyed it more than the kids. They they changed the animation style to be Spider Verse like, but this like the characters oh. actually had depth the the story was really good uh and emotional um scary at times and um it was just phenomenal like it has so it came out around the same time as avatar the way of water guess which one has a higher uh, um critic score <laughs> puss in boots that's um, it really yeah yeah it's one of the highest rated of last year i haven't
0: really year. heard anyone say anything about avatar way of water like Shrek i've barely heard a word about it
1: good right i don't like, care the shark movies, aren't, the Shrek not, movies like, the are pretty fun great, you know but but a lot of their animation has aged and like it looks old like this yeah, i think we watched
0: trek look... last year and <laughs> <great. laughs>
1: that's fair fair um but the new yeah so taffy's in the chat saying how good puss in boots was as well and there's a wolf in & Boots that is terrifying. Like actually, just it's so good. It's available to rent on digital now. So if you if you want, you can always just watch it at home. Um, my number one movie. We talked about it earlier this year. It's Everything Everywhere All At Once. It's the Daniels' mm-hmm. multiversal movie. The only multiverse movie this year that was good.
0: Um, the only multiverse movie ever <laughs> that was good.
1: Um, it it's amazing. It it talks about this um. This middle-aged Chinese woman who's sort of lost in her world. She doesn't really know where she belongs. She's She has a terrible relationship with her daughter. And, you know, her husband is divorcing her. And she ends up becoming this important key to this multiversal event that's happening. I don't really want to spoil it because this movie's incredible. It's like,
0: been a long enough that you can kind of go into I really it. I don't really want to though. I just want people yeah. to
1: watch it.
2: Um, exactly.
1: It, it stars Michelle Yeoh as Evelyn Wang, uh, Stephanie Su as Joy Wang, her daughter, um, and then Kihu Kwan, who plays Waymond, uh, her husband, and those three, like Kihu Kwan, this is his first movie in 30 years, and Mm. he was phenomenal, just phenomenal. Michelle Yeoh, you know, we all expect her to be amazing, because she's amazing all the time. I don't think I've ever seen her in a terrible movie, or at least I haven't seen her act terribly Definitely I, been in bad she's movies. been in bad movies the second crouching tiger movie was bad um yeah. but she was good in it um she was i more... will say yeah, i will say
2: this me. is a one one movie in that where it's like it's starting out she plays it so down and that. like he, she yeah. is pretty much, she's a middle-aged you know a housewife to a, you know, who's running a failing laundromat. Yep. Who's in trouble with the IRS has a million different hobbies, you know, which leads you to the multiverse conclusion that (laughs) that she never, that she never finishes. And that it's, I love that.
1: It's crazy because, um, I know so many Asian people that are just like her. Which is sorta of sad, but
0: they own failing laundromats?
1: Well they yeah. you know failing businesses or like <laughs> oh, um okay. or like they're unhappy in their, their, <laughs> their daughters love bagels? Their daughters love bagels and say it wrong like bagel. Um also Jamie <laughs> Lee Curtis is in it. And she plays So surprising. Uh, She was amazing. Um, That's all I have
0: to say is like for anyone who wants to sell to anyone on the movie is like just those words, Jamie Lee Curtis and hot dog fingers,
1: (laughs) hot dog fingers. And uh, James Hong is in it too, who was also hilarious and amazing. Um, I can't say like anything more than this is, I love this movie. I think about it most days. Um, I watch it at least once a month. That's how much I like this movie. Um, It really speaks to me on a cultural level as well. Um, obviously we talked about this in our episode a, a number of episodes ago um i i just i, I will i'm on a bagel now <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's phenomenal it's a good movie it's on it's on dvd it's on blu-ray i don't know why That's i said dvd
2: what, on streaming services everywhere what, I think it's on prime like, now like, yeah on it's on prime here, here in Canada. Awards? Right.
1: Like, yeah, Keith won, won, uh won all of his. Golden awards. Globe support, yeah. Yeah.
2: supporting actor. Oh, he yeah. did
1: get the gold. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. And uh, Michelle, awesome. yo, got best actress. And um, yeah, uh, I think Stephanie Sue was named like most like aspiring actress of the of the year or something like that. Like the most like look out for this one. I think
0: if you're looking for films that are good based on awards, you shouldn't look at the Oscars. You should usually look at the Golden Globes, Critics mm-hmm. Choice Awards, right? Like mm-hmm. BAFTAs. Because okay. yeah. those are things that aren't popularity contests. There's not people like you what know, the campaign
2: campaigning <laughs> behind Listen the us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um another movie that, that that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, spiel. My other one that people should watch is Clerks Three. I think that movie's still phenomenal. Um it's heartbreaking. I love watching it. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you finally got that Jack that uh, I got it <laughs> All right, do you guys I feel like we should go into TV next because Video games yeah, seems like a whole a different let's go segue. Let's go there. Let's go. All right, Brent Favorite TV hey. series of the year
0: So here's another one where I had one Originally set to go and then I changed it because I figured somebody else is definitely going to talk about This so I'm going to go into my other the one That I discovered this year uh That I absolutely fell in love with and My TV show of the year is the Rehearsal
1: Yes, it is oh. a
0: six part docu uh, fake documentary series uh, created and starring Nathan Fielder based on his original series, Nathan for you, where he in the series creates elaborate uh, phony scenarios to help people get over conflict resolution and conflict issues. So, um, the key story that they tell in the series is a woman who wants to, uh, she wants to raise a child, but she's afraid to do it alone. So she wants to see what it would be like to raise a child, uh, by herself. So he creates this entire scenario for her where he gives her her dream house, uh, her dream job and hires child actors to play her children, um, Swapping them out to make them three years older every week so that she has the chance to, over the course of two months, raise an infant all the way to an 18 year old. And if you know anything about Nathan for you and about his show, anytime a problem arises, he finds the most absolutely absurdest way to solve that problem and just creates this scenario that, like, from the outside looking in, you wonder how could anyone believe that this is in any way genuine, but he ha- has this way of like just creating this universe that everyone just accepts around him, and it's wonderful, wonderful show. I don't know if anyone else has had a chance because I-, I talked about it a while back. You, it was you my young a while back.
1: I yeah. watched it. It is uh, as good as you say.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's and like it's there's little one-off episodes too like the 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 baby one is like that's the the key storyline throughout the entire season. but in each episode there's little one-off stories where like he helps a guy tell his friends that he never got a, a proper college education. So he literally recreates a bar that they frequent from scratch, hires it lookalikes of regular patrons and the bartenders, hires this woman as a, uh, has this actress. To basically stalk the woman in question to learn everything about her so that she can properly portray her in this fake instance. It's the lengths that he goes to for this show and, and for the joke is unreal. Like it's so so
1: wonderful. It doesn't feel I like a joke just... though at times, right? It feels like he's just genuinely helping them.
0: That's how dry his it... sense of humor is, I think, yeah. though. It's sometimes it is, but like the joke is when he starts getting too involved in the show That's and fair. starts making it about himself. And it's like you as the audience are literally sitting there going like, Oh my God, is he really like losing himself in this project? Or is this the joke? And like he, he draws, he dances that line so well where you never really know if, if he's messing with you or if he he's messing with himself.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Where did you watch right. it? cuz i watched it on a sailor site
0: oh i watched uh, yeah
1: sailor <laughs> fucking hell we're all sailors here <laughs> fair um all yeah. oh, seafarers I, I
0: sailed the wide accountancy yes <laughs> um, it is, it, it, it's it is up somewhere. Where I just can't recall where, but because I it's I I can't remember which exact streaming service it was up I on. Literally but literally just texted a friend being like, "Have you watched the because they love Nathan for, like they absolutely adore Nathan for you. It's their exactly their jam. So
1: yeah, then this
0: one hundred percent would be the show for them.
1: Hey guys, guess what? Uh, well, Julian, I know what I... Julian in our chat just said? The uh, the Mando season three trailer came out. Right now. yeah. Uh, the rehearsal
0: good. is on HBO, so it's oh. probably on Craven Canada yeah. and HBO Max or something in the States.
1: You guys want to watch the Mando trailer quickly? Kind <laughs> of, yes.
0: Kinda,
2: kinda yes. yes. I, yeah. I do.
0: Cool. Yeah, I haven't bothered with the first season yet, so go ahead.
1: All right, cool. I'm going <laughs> to share my screen.
0: God. Let's do this. Ooh. Welcome to
2: 2023. Like
0: oh, God, I can't guys. wait to see Gina Carano. <laughs> what, what, we... what do we
3: stand for? <laughs>
2: <gasps> Does he have acolytes? It Basically,
3: looks like it. We have
0: to talk about this for it to be fair to how use.
3: How to navigate the galaxy.
1: I wonder if they're going to explain how he got Grogu back lost. for people who didn't watch Boba Fett.
2: No. Oh, a tree monkey. All you need is a, is a recap. Not fair and then, like,
0: yeah. I'm on a different show.
1: Oh, yeah. The armor is back. Make
0: the first episode like an entire recap of Boba Fett so people don't have to watch Bo- Boba Fett. <laughs> but a lot of the, man- the really good Mandalorian lore comes from the two um, Old Republic games. Yeah, and by the time Republic games.
2: Coruscant. Oh, yeah. It'll
1: be too late. Paul's back.
0: Looks like the ranges of the uh, New Republic has been pulled into this a little
1: bit. Whoa. Jedi.
0: With Jedi Guard. So, are we going to see more about Order 66? Oh! Bring on the fats. Oh, oh the big Fricks. back, eh? Whatever. Oh. What was that? Uh.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh Man, The Last of Us Part oh. Two is crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if Joel had that armor, nothing bad would have ever
2: happened. Right, right.
1: <laughs> no one gets head. Hold on, on I like,
2: stop this. Stop scream. There you go. Make it stop. So good. Um, <sighs> oh,
0: I don't think they gave away two. There's only a couple of new shots there, right? Like five or six. Like the Jedi. Um,
1: Julian's wondering if it's going to be a flashback to the final season of Clone Wars. Do, and the, or the like, uh, and the siege of Mandalore with Maul. I mean, I don't remember them sending that many Jedi after Maul. From what I recall, they sent Ahsoka as a strike team. Right?
3: Is I don't Ahsoka
1: know. Anyway, the rehearsal is apparently,
0: apparently on Crave no? TV. Dave, you're up. Yeah, Dave. Is Ahsoka okay. David. Um. Oh, fuck. What was my show? Give me a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this Uh. This might be like a real basic bitch answer, but I actually, you know, obviously didn't have a lot of time for this year. Like, I
1: like your choice, though. I
0: really yeah. enjoyed this. Like, it re- I mean, there's so many reasons I enjoyed it, which I'll get to, but She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, just, like, so much fun. We did watch parties for it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yep. my boy Matt Murdock showed up, and yep. and I'll, I'll fucking love anything that's got Matt Murdock, especially mm-hmm. with Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock, but it was self-referential. It was meta. Um, it, it was a half-hour comedy, you know, and... Um, it it presented um men the way uh men don't see themselves often <laughs> yeah. enough as being incredibly fucking annoying. Um uh yeah. yeah, and it and it and it hit the comics like it really was like the comics, uh which it is did. not always something we're getting mm-hmm. with, well, I mean, especially with certain properties, but um to it's not always easy to adapt comics. To the screen and to hit to make it feel the same, but to be formatted differently was was really nice. Um, and you know, just that that last episode was
2: Brilliant. something we
0: haven't seen <laughs> in the MCU. We've certainly seen stuff like that in Marvel content, not MCU content necessarily, but not Marvel content. And just being that like tongue in cheek um, was so refreshing. Um, And I think we kind of I felt that was needed considering where we had kind of left off with Infinity War and stuff like that. And we have we've had so many like down things lately in um, in Marvel. It was nice to have like this real big upswing of like positivity and and just fun. Um, Because like I I can't think of another show that Marvel's done that was as just fun and delightful as She-Hulk.
1: Fun? None. They were all yeah. good, yeah, but yeah. nothing was like this. Is this is just a fun time? Like to watch. Moon
0: Knight's pretty heavy. It's a little. It's silly, but it's still kind of heavy, you know. I um, mean, um, it's, it's it's tackling themes of mental illness and that. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and Loki's super self-reflective and and super heavy, and and then like just ends with a bombshell, almost
1: literally. Ms. Marvel was fun. For me, yeah, yeah, but it's it's still, still heavy, still heavy at times. Though they did talk yeah. about the. I
0: mean, yeah, the the, they don't really lay too much on it in Miss Marvel, but that whole uh bit flashbacks about, stuff. Well, yeah, that time in in Indian history
2: is is really brutal. Thanks, yeah, to that's fair. The good old British Empire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the event? They called it the. Oh,
1: is it called?
2: Like the splitting, the sundering, the, you know, it's, I wish I could,
0: uh, you know, we should probably, honestly, that's something we actually probably should learn as a, as a Commonwealth nation. That's something we should probably learn more about. I actually, over Christmas had a conversation with someone who went, don't you think a lot of these countries are better off after colonialism? I was like, yeah, the million people who died in like a month in India really appreciate the, the
2: bread partition.
3: The
0: partition. the partition, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I don't think a lot of these like what people who were native to those countries are gonna be like, yeah, that was anyway, let's get back to, to She-Hulk, She-Hulk. a lot of fun. <laughs> um She-Hulk was created by Jessica Gao for Disney Plus. Uh it follows Jennifer Walters, a lawyer specializing in a case involving superhuman. Well, it becomes that. She was just like a normal lawyer, and then she became a super well, she became a super powered person, not necessarily a superhero, and then she kind of didn't have a choice. Um the show kind of felt a little directionless, but I don't think it needed to have, like, a... Pro- like, it wasn't tell- trying to tell a story, necessarily. It was like, here, here's her origins, I guess, is kind was, of what it is. It sort of just you know?
1: opened up the world of the MCU, right? It yeah. showed a different aspect. Like, we always see these super hyper-focused, this is going to add everything to the to phase four phase one of the phases but this opens up lots of things for phase four but it's also just not like you have to watch this or you're going to like be totally lost like people who don't watch loki how are you going to follow the multiversal stuff like like i'm sure who was
0: the Tweek in boba fett because he was mr immortal in this and he's this awesome improviser right and we like I remember, we saw him in Boba Fett. We're like, "Holy shit!" Like I, I didn't know him at the time. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, "This guy's amazing." And then he showed up in She-Hulk, and he like. plays such <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, it's so funny.
1: Um, and a mutant, right?
0: Uh, a I mutant? don't know. I I don't know. Um, we saw
1: our first real mutants be, in that show.
0: In no, and Miss Marvel. She's the.
1: She's the. Oh first. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I I keep, I keep on forgetting which one came up. Some out first. kind of
0: mutation in your D. De- um So yeah, I mean and I just love Daredevil. Anytime we get Daredevil. And the fact yeah. that she basically makes fun of Daredevil, right? Where he's like, I'm gonna sneak in, I'm gonna kill all these you know, I'm gonna kill I'm gonna knock on all these guys, and then she's just like Hulk Smash. Right? <laughs> Sometimes Hulk Smash fix problem.
2: Why use why use many word when small few word work? <laughs> <laughs> It yeah. was great in everything that it didn't try to be or yeah. didn't have to be in that you know it didn't have to you know it didn't have to expand storylines for the coming years or new shows or movies and that it was its own separate thing, even yeah. the finale was its own separate thing in that because everybody in a season finale wants big you know big fight big this big that and that yeah, we, we didn't don't it. have the money for that
1: yeah <laughs> i I love that they brought back Tim roth as abomination and they made mm-hmm. him better. Like he was already good in Incredible Hulk, was that the
0: one? The he Incredible was? Hulk yeah, two thousand one. The Incredible
1: Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. He was good in that movie. Um but I'm glad that they brought ago. him back. Uh yeah. I'm glad they brought him back and he was phenomenal in the world. I liked the idea of a uh, like guru and like inspired mm-hmm. abomination. I thought that was hilarious. And him doing these talks just for money for these alpha males was I need Toxic,
0: Wong to spirits. show up in every Marvel series. Yeah. And Madison. So they have good. to be a Madison pair with, forever. With two ends and a y, y, but it's not where you
1: think. I like that show a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah I just love a show that's like or anything anything really that goes, This is our goal, and then they do that thing, right? Like they didn't slip in what they were trying to do. Um and and not trying not to be the same as every Marvel show worked it was yeah just just fun just fun you know and it's a little bit of Ally McBeal without the like psychosis I think (laughs) um yeah so that's my that's my favorite show of 2022
2: nice hawk Hands down, best show for me, twenty twenty two had to be Andor because it was the most unexpected of like Star Wars that I've seen in ages. You know, yeah. Um we poo pooed like some of the writing in the series and that, especially with Boba Fett, right? You know, that didn't work out well. This floored me and how well the writing was done, how well the di- the characters and the dialogue and the and in, in the whole plot was weaved together. Over 12 episodes in that, like there, had, there was a potential for so much burnout for tw- over 12 episodes. And yet, yeah. and yet every episode in that throughout the season w- felt, you know, fresh and on, you know, on its own. It's like, yeah, you had to see it. Um, the casting was fantastic. The fact that we got this series and there was no legacy characters, no Jedi, mm-hmm. you know you know, barely anything in the way of, like, you know, TIE fighters or anything that we could really properly identify as the Star Wars universe. And yet we knew it was there, and it felt fresh, and it lived in world. And oh. we got to see what it was like for, you know, to live under Imperial occupation throughout the series, from the from the top down to the bottom. You know, I think it, it as far as, like, like constructing like a political thriller show, you know, we got to see all aspects of, of this, of this universe that we'd never really seen before. And, you know, for me every week, getting to see a new episode was my highlight. So, There's
0: so many little things they, they did in the show that are so easy to overlook and, and people question because they don't understand why people do things. So in, I think it's the final episode. This isn't a spoiler. Two characters just switch hats. And everyone's like, why are they switching hats? It's like, because they want to... I mean, for a bunch of reasons, but Tony Gilroy knows how to write spy stuff. Yes. Um, and in fact, because of this show, there's a, you know, I've often talked about Matt Colville. He was like, I'm going to let you on a secret. I based all the shit I've done on this show called The Sandbaggers. And now I went back and watched The Sandbaggers because there's a whole thing about, like, the uh, Stellan Sarsgaard's character basically is like the head of The Sandbaggers, which is like MI6, like like a more realistic MI6, basically. Um, and they switch hats so they can see each other in the crowd, mm-hmm. and it's just this little like these little tricks of the trade that you know people who do that
2: kind of work understand. Tony Gilroy, what did he do? He did um, he did Michael the Bourne... Clayton. He did Michael Clayton. I think he was a writer on the Bourne series, right?
0: He did. Yeah, I he did so. one of the Bourne movies. Um, he also wrote parts of Rogue One, and. Apparently did some reshoots on Rogue One, like directed some reshoots on Rogue One. I could see, um, but it's like uncredited. Um, and he got to do the whole series. Like he did State of
1: Play. Oh my god, that movie is so good. Might be
0: the best like spy thriller writer director we have right right now. And the fact that he was like, I'll keep doing Star Wars. Sure, (laughs) is like this guy. Like he could have done anything else.
1: The the monologues by, um, by Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, I'm like, and,
0: and I want that engraved on my fucking tombstone. Dude.
1: And, um, Gollum. Oh my God. I can't remember. His Andy name. <laughs> and Andy character, yeah. One right after the other in that one episode, I was just like, this is the best acting star Wars has ever seen in this, yeah. this, this last yeah. like 20 minutes of this episode. The best,
2: Stellan Stellan Skarsgård for me in particular in that because there was two big monologues in the same episode, right? Mm-hmm. If I remember right, um, but the, you know him saying like, you know, I am condemned to use the tools of my enemies in order to fight them. And that is that was just it was amazing. I mi- made
0: my mind. Uh, what does he say? Fuck.
2: I I should look it up. Hold <laughs> on
0: a sunless, I made my mind a sunless space. I share my dreams with ghosts. It's like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like a poem. Yeah. And he yeah. delivers it so perfectly. And all he's trying to say to the guy is like, you don't think I've got your back, dude? Do
2: you think you're, you're afraid?
0: Yeah. This is all I have is like my rage is left to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like but... we don't know what he lost. Like we, we we don't even know what this character lost and why he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But you just hold like from that model, you're like, this this guy is no one's more angry than him, and and you can tell. But we don't know why. But this is what he's done with his anger, right? And he's mm-hmm. and he you know he plays the game. He's like, I'll I'll you can take my knight, but I'm gonna take your rook. You know, like
2: he's so was... smart. There was a scene with him and um, uh, uh, Forrest Wooders' character, um, sorry, his name is escaping me right now. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Shake of because that's who he's supposed to be. <laughs> he's oh, supposed yeah. to be, right? Saga Sagar. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me so much of after like when they first created the Enigma engine. Mm. Um, you know, and they the first intelligence they received was about a battle that was about to happen. And he's like, we can't tell anybody about this battle. As soon as we tell the, you know, if we tell them and they they pull out of it, or they pull their troops out of the battle, they know that the code is broken. Yeah, and that. And he had to make that exact same choice and like giving up, like you know, those those rebels who were going to be attacking. That's like every
0: episode of the sandbaggers, where it's like, if we do this thing, we tip that we know this thing, and we need to not let them know that we know this thing so we can do this other thing. Is that like that's what real spy work is like, right? It's like, it's all information, right? And you you have to let assets go all the time because, yeah, yeah, if you don't, then something even worse happens, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. You almost have to be the um, the monster that they are in that in order to build a world that you're not even going to be able to live in. <laughs> yeah, just like
0: um I always bring up that's one of the, some of the best writing Joss Wheaton's probably ever done was in Serenity the uh, I the was agent. thinking the exact where same he's thing. like he's like I'm a monster. I know I'm a monster. I'm going to yeah. I'm trying to make a world that I don't get to live in because I know I don't fit there, you know. And you're just like, that's the fucking conviction of, you know, someone who's like lawful evil for lawful good.
1: I'm glad I came <laughs> back for a D
2: D talk.
0: <laughs> well, it's the it's the it's the agent in Serenity.
2: Can you answer Can the call? I'm a m I am ai will not live there. I'm a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. yeah. that, that's exactly what Luth and Rael is in the Star Wars series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Except he doesn't work for the evil empire. Yeah. No. He's it's the
0: opposite. that's the thing if you pit those two characters against each other you have like such an oh my god gives
2: me chills just thinking and this series had this one moment that had me just like screaming in my chair i was like alone and i don't know who the hell i was screaming to but it was just like my big like yeah i was just screaming oh my god i can't believe how cool this looks was it the space thing when luthan got you know stopped by the imperials and you're thinking oh shit how's he getting out of this one and that and
1: they had the best space battle in a in a, spa, in a spy movie. Was
2: <laughs> what was uh yeah
0: there's a, in a moment where it's like a lot of people are like why would he do that why would he give himself away and it's like you have this asset yeah you gotta like it that's what it's there for it's yep. to use it right yeah um yeah and the, and the idea that like somebody finally figured out kind of how tractor beams work and how do you counter a tractor beam. It's like a bunch of fucking ball bearings is how you break a tractor beam, apparently.
1: Well, yeah, that makes sense. They go uh, faster.
0: Super. But Brent's, Brent's like, I don't, yeah. Brent Star is, Wars is nodding the way I was nodding about the menu. and. Uh... <laughs> but You can it, nod it, at my
2: next one, too. <laughs> for me, it all came down. I guess down. you
0: didn't pick what I was originally going to pick then. <laughs>
2: For me, it all came down to the march at the end in the final episode and how long that entire sequence took and like how it started out where it's just you're hearing the sounds of instruments and that, you know, dissonantly as they're starting to get ready. And then that long march through town and that its culmination is fantastic. Uh, Brent, when you finally do get around to watching this, I, I, you know, you're going to. You're going to know, yeah, come on. <laughs> don't Steve this. You got to you gotta get in on this, man. <laughs> oh, ouch.
0: I haven't even finished the first season of Mandalorian yet. I got a long way to go. It's not the
2: same as Mandalorian no. at all. Mandalorian's mm. a Western. This is a spy drama. This yeah. is Yeah, you, if, if is you better. just, this is independent of just, anything. If you've seen like Rogue One, then you know like who you're dealing with. But you don't even really have to have seen Rogue One to watch this. It's uh, I love no, well,
0: I love Rogue One though. I, yeah. I, I wonder if it would. Like, Rogue be, One is probably my favorite Star Wars. It would almost movie. be better if you hadn't seen Rogue One. If you could just stick through this and you. Well, I don't remember it. much. Fair. Well, you remember how it ends. <laughs> I think everyone remembers how it ends. Yeah, yeah with an amazing
1: lightsaber battle, <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, um, yeah, I'm glad you talked about Andor because we were going to have an Andor episode and uh, we took we two months off. Did.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, runners up. Huh, uh, Brent.
0: Uh season four, Stranger Things.
1: Nice. Uh Dave. Yeah.
0: Three episodes of
2: Boba Fett. <laughs> 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 that's fair, Hawk. Uh runner up will be the peripheral.
1: Ooh, I haven't finished that yet. Mm. Oh, um so I have two for my favorite because I can't pick one. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna my runner-up is The Legend of Vox Machina, um, because Mm. the first season was amazing. I I like what they did, what they changed. Anyway, the two shows I have are both are two very different things. Um, My my number one for such a long time this year, well at least at the end of the year, was Star Trek Prodigy. Um, It finished its first season uh, this year. It's a children's show on Nickelodeon, but it's also the best first season of Star Trek and the best intro to Star Trek for anyone. Um, The characters are compelling. There are a bunch of kids that ran away and stole a starship and are trying to make their way to the Federation. But shit happens and... Yeah, liberated. Uh, Shit happens and John Noble ends up chasing them. And you don't want Denethor chasing you anywhere. Um, It has... I would give him
0: cherry tomatoes.
1: (laughs) It it has so much heart and there's so much love for Star Trek lore and for Star Trek fans um it's it's a wonderful series it's the series that i finally got my kid to watch with me and she was the one who's coming home and being like can we watch star trek now i'm like shit this is it's happening it's happening (laughs) everyone uh, stay calm (laughs) it's me it's like oh my god she asked me to watch star trek so that was nice um it's it's a really good show i i hope people check it out and not just push it aside because it is a children's show um same thing could be said about avatar last airbender that's an amazing show and it was meant for kids um my other one which taffy is talking about in the chat is the sandman netflix's adaptation of neil gaiman's magnum opus it is phenomenal it is like a master class in adapting a comic book and then putting it on screen without making it a one-to-one like it's not exactly the same but it keeps the spirit and it updates it and makes it better to be honest um there there are things that they've improved upon and the fact that neil gaiman is a person that has spearheaded this project there's a reason why it's good like my favorite project of his in literary in the literary world is american gods and they butchered it Mm -hmm. they just butchered that um the first season was all finished. right.
0: I don't know if I even finished the first season.
1: The, it, it it went downhill pretty fast, um, yeah. which is unfortunate because you could see me walking in the background of one of those. Well, also everyone <laughs> left
0: that show, right? Like every yeah. act, like half the actors on the show were like, fuck.
1: Yeah. Or got fired. Um, yeah. Uh, Sandman beautifully acted. They did some changes. They can't, they didn't have the rights to John Constantine, unfortunately. So they, they did Joanna Constantine, which is fine. Cause Joanna shows up later in the comics. Um, also a brilliant thing is they released an extra episode when the sh- when the show was yeah, done. that was amazing just like a couple weeks later just like you know what well, here you go have an yeah. amazing animated version and another live action one with uh, Arthur Darvall. wait was it live action it had Arthur Darville yes it was
2: yeah, it yeah. was live action and Arthur Darville yep and then the cat's it, one
1: was the the the, the animated one animated one so and kind. it's i I can't I can't stress this enough how good this show is and how good um, Robert Pattinson's best friend is as a dream. As I was band.
0: super um, super surprised that Eric, you didn't pick, and I think I said this earlier uh, the other night, where you didn't pick Paper Girls.
1: I love Paper Girls too.
0: And also nobody picked Our Flag Means Death.
1: I like that show a, a lot It was a well. good show too. Yeah. Paper Girls still hurts because they cancelled it so soon after it finished, yeah.
2: and the show was yeah. phenomenal.
1: Another the, really yeah. faithful adaptation, and maybe made it a little bit better than the comic book. I, I, ugh, it hurts me. It hurts me that yeah. show because it's so good, and all the all the actresses on that show were brilliant in those parts, like just brilliant. Oh man, now I'm sad about I paper Oh
2: ah. God. <laughs> It's probably why we did. He chose. He didn't choose to bring it up. <laughs>
1: yeah, Sam N was always at the top. Like when I saw that show, it just blew my brain. I saw. it yeah. I was camping at the time, and I brought a projector, and I was like, "Signal, come on, phone signal, so I could stream this." I, I
0: think I was watching Moon Knight, or no, it was Kenobi. When um, I think when I went camping, yeah. I watched it like, at 4 a.m. because I couldn't
1: sleep. Did you get? I, I couldn't get signal at the French River. So. Our
0: friggin' yeah, our campsite. I had fucking full full all LTE, full bars. That's like, crazy. There was no, we had no five G signal out there, but it was full everything. And I was like, it's not a camping. <laughs> I had I haven't finished I haven't finished the season yet. Or it was one that I was potentially going to pick as well. And Hawk, I have to thank you again for for uh, bringing yellow jackets to my life.
1: Oh, yellow oh. jackets was good too. Was that that? Was that last year? I,
0: I think but, uh, I, it's, I discovered it last year, or like, yeah. at least that was when it was introduced. Yeah, I think it season might two coming out soon, so I got yeah. I
2: got to wrap there. up uh, season one soon. Damn. Oh, but it's so fucking good so far. What Sam? Oh. It, it's like it's like it's like a Stephen King novel. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of Lord of the Flies, um, a
1: little, a lot,
2: <laughs> a lot of Lord of the Flies. It's yeah. directly okay. Lord <laughs> of the Flies. <laughs> yeah, so Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe
0: the Lordesses of the Flies, but. Oh, man. The ladies of the flies. Yeah, we we'll with
1: that. All right, uh, TV's done, which leaves us video games. Brent, go and talk to yeah. us about Alden Ring.
0: Yeah, no, I mean my, my game of the year is obvious. I think it's obvious to everyone. Like, but it's not jumped out? It's no, it's Disney Dreamlight Valley. I love that <laughs> game. It's so much fun. Dude, the amount <laughs> of times I would jump on Steam and I'd just see Eric play. It's like fucking 2 a.m. Eric's playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's because I'm, like, I'm
1: making, that's... I'm getting my vegetables and stuff. God, that's a
0: fun little joke for Taffy because <laughs> I keep constantly the same thing where it's like 2 in the morning and I keep like sending her messages going, stop fucking playing Dreamlight Valley and go to bed already. Um, no dice. But no, Dreamlight I, I, Valley I, forever. Yeah, no, hands down, it's Elden Ring. I mean, like, there's there was never going to be another game this year that was going to top that. I mean, this is the first FromSoft game that i've played so many times back to back every other one like i've played it i've beaten them i've maybe done new game plus for a little bit because i just still have that that itch that needs to be scratched this is the first one where i sat down and i said i am not going to stop playing this until i have it platinum and i did four straight playthroughs and in that time i was also playing through with my nephew on his campaign and i was playing through with friends of mine on their campaigns And then I stopped and then took a break and then came back and played it again over the summer. And now just recently, as of December, I started another playthrough and I'm closing in on a thousand hours logged in this game just over the past year. Like I can't get enough of it still. And it's it's the perfect, perfect experience for anyone, especially it's it's the it's a great game for those who are huge fans of Miyazaki and the Soul series in general, like myself. And it's the perfect game to introduce new fans into it. I agree. Um, with the structure of the game being that like no two games are played exactly the same. Like it's I've never seen it, Someone have the intelligence to create a game where if you want the challenge, there is a path for you in the game to get that challenge. If you're struggling, there mm-hmm. is a path for you to deal with that. If you're really sucking and you're terrible at the game, but you still want to play it and do well and beat it. There is a path for you in the mm-hmm. game to play like they've made it so accessible to everyone now that mm-hmm. like, it's it's an absolute absolute masterpiece of a game
1: i remember um shows was started bloodborne with me and hawk a number of years ago when it came out and it was like this is not this is not for me yeah. and and then uh and then when bloodborne well not bloodborne when um Elden ring came out we're like and i, I was playing it i was like shows this is the this is the one that's gonna this is the one that's gonna get you into this these games yeah like and he was like okay i'll you know, I'll try it, and then he he loved it like that. That's yeah. crazy. He doesn't. He's not one for difficult games or really open world games. So the fact that this game made him like both, like that, yeah. that's amazing.
0: It's it's the first game since Breath of the Wild for me too, where it's you're right from the get. You're walking into this world where it's it's yours. You do what you want with it. Go where you want. I see it's thing off in the distance there. And I want to go check that out. You can do that. And it's probably something. Like, it's, it was just... It was... They created such... Like, it's so livable. It's so easy to lose yourself in oh, that world. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, for just... I mean, like like I said, I'm closing in on 1,000 hours. And I will probably hit another 1,000 by the end of next year. Especially if the DLC does come out. Uh, which is rumors are it's going to be coming up relatively soon crazy um because apparently it's already been for the most part made uh and now because they won game of the year they might be working on a second one
1: uh, adding even more content
0: into it so we'll see did you play the Uh,
1: the, the coliseum stuff
0: no i'm not i don't like those games for the pvp i went in and checked it out just to try it out and see what i thought and i'm not a pvp player like i don't like that i like going Uh, in and like playing the story i like campaigning with friends and I don't like combat cause I'm just, I'm not very good at it. Well, and there's also people that just bad,
1: bade, like make builds to annoy people. And I'm like, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't want to do that in, in these. No, modes.
0: and I don't even know how to do that. So the worst way to have fun <laughs> in a video game is to involve another person that isn't helping you.
1: Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: I, I hate when I get invaded. I, uh so it annoys the shit out of me. So, so, That's why I'm like I don't even I don't even summon people into the game anymore, so I can just turn the internet off when I'm playing it, so that doesn't happen. And I'm like, and it just also forces me to get better at the game by not having a crutch of somebody else helping me. But I found like the playthrough I'm doing now is I'm literally going like area by area, clearing a hundred percent of everything out. And I'm finding just how easy the game is when you do that. (laughs)
1: Like
0: I am breezing through the story by doing that. (laughs) Uh, Taffy's
1: wondering what the hardest boss in Elden Ring was for you.
0: Millennia. No, there's no doubt about it. Millennia. Millennia is the hardest boss I've fought in any game ever. Millennia is the hardest boss. Anyone has ever fought in any video game ever than the Valkyrie queen. Yes, because the Valkyrie queen didn't heal when she hit you. (laughs) yep valkyrie queen didn't have two phases valkyrie (laughs) queen didn't have that stupid windmill attack god damn that thing i'm gonna do this (laughs) (laughs) no that's (laughs) basically that's basically basically, i'm not even lying that's basically the attack is her just flailing a sword like crazy swooping in at you three times and you cannot it's you have to be a legend at the game to be able to dodge that consistently Oh when yeah! You know uh, what? When are you going to jump into Valheim with us? Because those are Souls type, like they are meant to be brutal, like a Souls game. But you know, we get to farm and yeah, whatever yeah. other stuff. So I'm interested to try it. Like, I, have it. I have it. It's I have it. It's I have Valheim. It's downloaded. It's uh, I just never had any reason to get on and try it. But if it's you a fun guys game. want me to join in with day, I'll check it out.
1: It's a fun game. I like it.
0: We're we're getting ready to beat the second last boss again. <laughs>
1: Oh, let me know when you. Oh, well, then I'm getting go. in
0: just in time. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm in sure a... I'll be ready to go. Just, I, I really just want in to the get back a full and server us. of ten people together. Yeah, um, and like, it's sort of like Diablo or classic Diablo. Like the more people in the game, the tougher the enemies are. I should. So it's, uh, it's like, it's like the same, it same thing with the same. Yeah, same thing with Soulslikes and that. The more I'll people you have Brittany. helping you, go to the tougher everything. Taffy, you want to know if I'm going to do a no leveling run? Hell no. A naked run? Hell no! I don't need that stress in my life. I've I've been watching a streamer friend of mine do a a uh, base level Bloodborne run and oh, she damn. has spent she spent three months just trying to beat Ludwig in the DLC finally got it she spent about another two months on Maria and now oh, she's Jesus. just started on cause which is like the final hardest boss in the game and she's doing this all base level and I'm like
1: don't I take for effort. I have patience
0: yeah. I have patience but I don't have enough controllers. <laughs> um so there's no chance that I can like, I would ever submit myself to do that. I get mad when I put like forty minutes into an achievement run in Crusader Kings, mm-hmm. but I'm not spending three fucking months Dude. doing a thing that, there's no achievement you're gonna unlock for doing that. You just go to Well, I did this thing. Yeah. And it's like in three months I could write six D and D campaigns. Yeah. that's weird when people ask me all the time like on stream like are you gonna do like some kind of specialty run in that i'm like yeah i've done pantheon 5 and hollow knight i've done 112 percent steel soul deathless run on hollow knight i'm done i don't need to prove myself as a gamer anymore i don't need to do any more challenges oh i just want to enjoy the games although the one i'm currently playing night Witch, is really kicking my goddamn ass but
1: nice i'm debating buying Elden ring on pc as well
0: I want to as well, so I can try some of the mods for it.
1: I want to I, play it on my Steam Deck.
0: Um, I watched a, a friend of mine play it, and he modded it where every enemy in the game was Radon. Hmm? Oh my god! Really? That's <laughs> even the even the sheep.
1: That's it was so got un- to
0: the point where like his computer kept crashing because there was so much rendering trying oh to my happen god. from it. Thank god,
1: all right. Anyway, Elden Ring is a great choice. <laughs> Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it won Game of the Year at uh at the Video Game Awards. Game
0: Awards. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Dave. It's well, like you, picked the you same didn't game as say
0: me. we had to pick video games. Oh, yeah. Fine. I said games. Right? So that's fair. Yeah. I said games. So, because all I played last year was Apex Legends, which I have thankfully stopped playing.
1: You play Crusader uh, Kings 3 a lot.
0: I... I've seen I that, wish yes. I I wish I played it more. I didn't. <laughs> I actually did a stream the other night where I did an achievement run. Um, and I'm in the middle of an achievement run, but it'll, the game will probably update and I'll have to start over, uh, which sucks because oh, part of that achievement is living is being the king of England, Norway, and uh, I finally uh, installed uh, it by the Denmark. way, Denmark. The third. Oh, one. good. It's it's very fun. It's very fun. Um, my game of the year for me, uh, was Starfinder. Actually, um, mm-hmm. uh, my in 2021. I don't know when we our actual first session was, but uh, my fellow DM, there's basically two DMs in our in our group, um, and he like he's experimenting more uh, with stuff. And last year I didn't run a lot because school. Um, so he ran a Starfinder game, and Starfinder is uh, built on uh, Pathfinder, which is a very third edition Dungeons and Dragons this style is a tabletop.
1: Game. Role playing game. That's the funny
0: thing is that it's not listed as a TTRPG. Like I went to Wikipedia and pulled, and it's like it doesn't say it's a tabletop. And I think that's because a lot of these games are now becoming available digitally through stores like uh, Fantasy Grounds, Foundry, Roll Twenty, and stuff like that. So it's like it's like, but the thing is, those are virtual tabletops. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a tabletop RPG, but it's a virtual world. So it's like, if you just Removed the virtual and tabletop. Now it's just an RPG. Yeah. Um. But it's you know it's a Dungeons and Dragons kind of game. But Starfinder is specifically science fiction, science fantasy. So we've played um, almost exclusively, um, uh, space characters. So um, I wrote this on Twitter. I, I'll i I'll will you know it won't be exactly what I wrote on Twitter, but if you guys will allow, I'll I'll actually tell you what we did in the game because that's the whole fun of it is that like you know my friend re- wrote a custom game and it was like our own little bit like it was a little bit guardians of the galaxy it was a little bit serenity it was a little bit outer space um or sorry final space and if you don't know final space uh it's a phenomenal comedy show that is probably since been deleted from the internet because of uh it was a part of the War- warner Did disney say final space final space it's yeah. still
1: on our netflix
0: but it's supposed to be one of the things that was deleted. Um but I was watching it. whatever. I loved it. Anyway, so um uh we were a crew of four until the last um session where one of our uh one of our characters died. And we went up against what are essentially space Nazis. They're called the Islanti Empire, and they have like mind powers and they think you know they, they want to be pure blooded. They're humans as well and Um, only one of us was a human, which was a, um, there's a class where you, you have like the power of the sun. So you can like punch with the power of the sun. They're called solarians. Um, I played, uh, because I, when we were playing or thinking, you know, coming up with these characters, I was playing my Vita a lot and I was playing Gex. So I was like, fuck it. I could be a lizard dude. So Gex, the gecko was my character, (laughs) but I was a special forces sniper pilot medic Because my stats were like godlike. I had like 18 dex or 20 dexterity, like 18 intelligence, 18 wisdom, 18 charisma, you know, 16 constitution, 14 strength. I just rolled incredibly well. But then, because I'm a DM usually, uh, my rolls all campaign were terrible. Um, (laughs) I might have critted twice in, you know, a, a full, I mean, we're talking like maybe a thousand hours actually. Like, you know, we played almost every weekend. Um, um so we went from being like these bumbling idiot heroes um heroes' strong word uh to you know saving the you know the galaxy from the from you know whatever on on my my character's technical home the species home world, but he was born in space um because he's not uh whatever um so yeah, I was just like hotshot pilot and but I always played, the, like, I would always be like, yeah, I'm the best pilot of the galaxy. Like, that's not a, it wasn't a question ever. It was like, yeah. I'm the best pilot of the galaxy. Um, but my roles would tell you otherwise, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> so you're like
1: Star-Lord. Uh, Star
0: <laughs> very much so. Um, but also, like, a little bit of Deadpool. Because cause the character of Gex in the, in the video games just sits around and, like, eats tacos and stuff all the time. So my character was always like, I'm looking for tacos, burritos, and chimichangas at all times. And he's a lizard, so when he eats, he just sleeps after. So, like, he only does stuff if he's, like, in between this level of, like, he's sated, but he's not, you <laughs> know, he, he's got energy, but he's not asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, And at which point, he's, like, all he wants to do is, like, fly and shoot stuff. And uh, there was a moment where we never upgraded our spaceship, so we had a freighter, like the Millennium <laughs> Falcon, without the upgrades. And... <laughs> You know, all these star destroyers are basically coming out of hyperspace in front of us, and everyone's like, Whoa! And I'm like, It's fine, guys. I'm the best pilot of the galaxy. And I'm like, Fail, roll, fail, roll, fail. Our shields are down, our engines are going down. <laughs> and somebody rolled a crit, and we knocked out a shield on one of these star destroyers. And I go, Don't we have one of those bombs that we stole the other day? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one of our guys had a robot named Theo, um, who's had. a very like. <laughs> Well, well yeah no theo Theo, survived. theo oh. survived and theo was like you know a 10 foot tall cylon basically and would be like yes master blah blah, blah. you know so we had theo take this which was a thermonuclear bomb and throw it through space mm. and we crippled this star destroyer by throwing a nuke at it and i'm not even like the halo fan in the group like like one of our guys is like a huge halo fan and I was like, didn't we just give the covenant back their bomb? Isn't that like <laughs> the whole thing where and it was like this really stupid, but where it's like that should not have worked at all. But because it's an RPG and you're playing with your friend, like that's the kind of story. And like, you don't get that playing a video game either. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, we were uh, one of our one of our teammates, crewmates, uh, made a very unwise decision by. um there was a uh, like a Tesla coil, basically was like the the encounter we were in, and she decided that uh, getting into a tree would be the safest place to be, and then covered herself in like sticky foam to insulate herself, um, which just trapped her in the tree, which then <laughs> was struck repeatedly by lightning and killed her. Um, and then so she wasn't there in the final battle, and um, I've I've neglected to mention uh, my friend. Uh, Played our characters were always at odds. He because he decided that he would be Zorak from Space Ghost, who's just a huge asshole. He's like this. Oh. He's like a you know ten foot tall praying mantis, but also a massive coward. So anytime we were <laughs> in a fight, he would run away. He would hide right, and he would just shoot blindly at back. And he would get like roll twenties all the time. He was critting people constantly. And just like, you know, like, like in Archer where, where Cyril's like covering fire, that kind of thing, <laughs> like just constantly. Um, That's And amazing. in the end, you know, the, the family of, you know, our fallen comrade comes up and I don't know, this is one of the most worst things I've ever heard. So if you don't want me to say this, I won't say it, but uh, it just, the whole campaign, we were just at odds where we're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. The son of a, like, um just you know for fun cuz we're friends yeah. um and in the end uh Zorak to comfort the uh, the family goes well you know she died doing what she loved being stuck in a tree <laughs> um and i was just like that's the that's the moment and i just took out my gun and shot him at the end of the campaign <laughs> <laughs> i mean he survived and then we had this very guardians of the galaxy ending where we were like all right so we won we saved the day and then everyone's just leaving like, all everyone just gets in their spaceships and leaves, and we're like, Oh, like, do, were you gonna swing back around and pick us up? Or
1: that sounds no, amazing. everyone's
0: just they just all left us on this like destroyed planet. That's because hilarious. we're just a bunch of fucking assholes.
1: That sounds awesome. So,
0: I mean, that's what you get, yeah. you know, in like uh, in, in RPGs. Yeah, it's,
1: it's true. Or you can spend like half an hour trying to find uh, a mimic, which is actually a, something which is the door which is the door i didn't want to say it in case we won't want to play oh. that um, as, um does um does it like does pathfinder use the same d20 system as uh
0: so yeah i mean it's still it's you know strength dexterity uh blah yeah. blah blah all that stuff it, it's built on the same bones um okay. and technically some of the content between starfinder and pathfinder is like works okay. um it, it's like cross whatever I probably wouldn't try doing that because Starfinder has rules for using this stuff from Pathfinder like if you want to be an elf or an orc or whatever you can be that stuff.
1: In but Starfinder space. also has like its own
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and it has its own and it's set in the same like galaxy, but the planet Starfinder Starfinder is in the future. Like if you're going to play in that universe. Like I'm going to use Starfinder. I'm working on my own Um, titanfall-esque game actually Mm. where it's 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 red dawn meets titanfall actually is is my my what i'm working on that's cool because they just released a book a little while ago where it's all about like mechs and Mm. i'm a big mech fan you know i used to play mech warrior and stuff like that so titanfall (laughs) that's yeah Yeah, i'm I'm a big titanfall fan so i was like how do i make this you know how do i make this stuff work with like you know because third edition which is what this all is all built on. is very modular. It's very granular.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas, like, unlike, say, fifth edition, which is a lot simpler, um, it there, there's there's benefits there. I mean, it's yeah, it's more complicated, but there's there's benefits to that for stuff. So, um, it, cool. yeah, Starfinder is is pr- other than the Star Wars saga RPG, it's probably my favorite sci fi RPG. And I've played a couple. I've played Traveller. I've played Savage Worlds. I've played Star Wars uh from fantasy flight edge of the empire uh which is very good um i played uh, i even played rogue trader once uh which is a 40k game uh which is like the only 40k game where you're not like a specific thing you're just like regular people in that's what
1: steve perked up right now he's like what 40k <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i don't know if steve's like a big rogue trader fan because he's more of like imperium of man um fair fair but yeah, Rogue Trader is like the closest thing you'll get to like a serenity kind of like, oh, you wanna be a smuggler or you wanna be this, you wanna be that, you can, you know, have a eclectic crew because the faction the way the factions work in 40k. But mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I mean it's uh it's a wonderful game. And uh if you like RPGs and you want something set in space, uh and especially if you're familiar with that stuff, Starfinder is where it's at, and Paizo is uh I, don't, I wouldn't say they're a good company they're still a corporation, <laughs> but uh they're not the, you know the smaller a corporation is, the more you can trust it usually so yeah
1: fair fair yeah anyway that that's awesome like that game sound uh, awesome did you you guys didn't record it or anything did you
0: no no no, no, my friends okay. aren't like uh no I
1: don't know <laughs> i've re- just,
0: I've recorded some of our other games I recently deleted them actually because we didn't finish the campaign I was like i'm not gonna that's fair. And yeah. it felt, you know, it felt things fall apart. We had a bunch of character, people who said they wanted to play other characters. So I was like, all right, this game's over.
1: Fair. <laughs> when
0: half half your players <laughs> say, I want to play a different character. And I go, there's no continuity here anymore. So. Who
1: switches a class halfway through a game? <laughs> no,
0: not a class. Oh. Entire characters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I change yeah. my name? No, I like, didn't. Okay. No, no, no. All you did was you you used to be a blood hunter. <laughs> Which was a witch. And right? now you're a bard.
1: Now I'm a bard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, cool i liked it i thought that that sounds cool yeah
0: all right yeah i recommend people play ttrpgs they're a lot of they're fun. fun
1: like we play we play D D most weeks
0: every week <laughs> every week
1: i say um but when we can you know we have lives sometimes um, now i
0: can be silent for the rest of the
1: podcast <laughs> no maybe maybe not you might you might talk for mine okay hawk your favorite game of the year
2: um. Hopefully, I'm not stepping on your toes and that when I say you are it, not. But, okay. Uh, it had to be God of War, Ragnarok. It phenomenal was a- game. Phenomenal games. Phenomenal, but also in integrate with the integrated story in the game, and that it yeah. was really well done. It was really well acted. Um, it's about a father having to let go of his kid, and that because the child is you know longer a child, he's growing into a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't quite know how to do that. Um, it's hysteria. real day man, night man sort of scenario here. <laughs> <laughs> but the action is what keeps you coming back for it. Um, it's been some of the best highlights, gaming wise, and it's also some of the lowest highlights in that because I've there have been nights where I spent like about four hours trying to beat one boss character. <laughs> it it got really obsessive for me in that, like was especially berserker or was it? It was a yeah, definitely berserker's. Not, uh, although I did end up spending at least three hours trying to beat one of the droggers, you know, the drogger holes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the th- yeah. There was the, one. There was one early on that gave me a hell of a time. The one inside the mine that was in that small room, and that I had, I think it was, it was a good. It was at least two and a half, three hours I had to spend like trying to beat that guy.
0: Man. Oh, for me uh, it was the one on Midgard. When you go into the, like the back area of Midgard, and there's like a little
2: ice circle, oh, and yeah. it appears up on top of that. That took that one took me a long time. Yeah, that one took me a long time too. <laughs> uh, the last two, like just pff, I just blew those kind of away though. Um, yeah. You know, after that, but the Berserker fights. um Like, the actual boss battles in it weren't even that that bad compared to those, you know? It was like the the berserker fights, you know? The the boss
1: battles were more cinematic than anything.
2: Yeah. Uh, Right, you know? Like, the actual, you know, uh, no spoilers, but at the end of the, you know, the actual Odin fight is actually pretty easy, you know? It was very yeah, easy. More, <laughs> more cinematic than anything else, but yeah. story was great. Voice acting was so good. All the dragons in it again. I, I like
0: there are dragons.
1: Drag. Yeah. Yes, there uh, are dragons in yes, it. Yes, there
2: are actually. There, I actually. You, you literally have a quest to go and hunt dragons at one point. Yeah, and then there's yes. an extra dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's an extra one in there. I'm down. Voice acting great. Obviously Christopher Judge and that, and the kid played you know Treas and that, but you know. um Richard Hurd as Odin, Ryan Hurst as Thor. Oh my God, that was some amazing casting. Yeah, no.
0: like we. That I don't recognize those names because I don't want to know. My friend was like messaging me when the game first. He's like, I just. I'm like, I don't want to know anything. And she's like, Yeah, just they use some of the likenesses and some of the. And I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. You'll, I don't want to know anything. You'll you'll, I, you'll recognize you'll recognize Odin. Yeah, almost I think immediately, one was like, one was already spoiled for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but like because uh, I managed to get all the way into 2019 without having god of war the like 26 17 whatever 2018 one spoiled 2018 at all like i hadn't even seen like a trailer for it because i've played every god of war except for ascension um i've that's played the, the psp ones in fact one of the psp ones is one of my favorite god of war games which one um uh chains of olympus bit, yeah, the one because you get right. um you get helios fists and just like you can punch stuff but you can shoot oh they're super cool Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I fucking love God of War. So the, I don't know how I managed to go that long without any spoilers, but uh, I was so happy. Actually, the only thing I have left to do in that game is beat the Valkyrie Queen and kill the Ravens, and I, I've, I've been planning on doing that since twenty nineteen, <laughs> but sure. I've been busy. I <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ragnarok is on my fucking list,
1: as it do. should be. Like, like our review yeah. for it was very apt. Like we Like I
0: wanna play Elden Ring, I wanna play Sekiro, you know. I even want to play Sekiro yeah. Dark Souls and stuff like that. But Kuro's like so I think God of War is almost certainly gonna happen before those games. Like it's I'm gonna As play God of War probably before I play Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Oh, that's a good game. And too.
0: my my opinion of, of Ragnarok has, has escalated much much higher than it did in the review initially. Because I, I thought it was bad going into the review, like I'd only played about like two or three hours of it at that point. Mm-hmm um or i think or no i was about eight hours in roughly but like god damn the story just amped up. i i hadn't even like hit the meat and potatoes of anything yet so yeah. i'm not gonna go into for sake of dave here but like yeah. um it, it's like it had me crying at times yes it, it had me cheering at times like it was it did the game did not end the way that i thought it would i definitely did not see that ending we coming all, i think um, we
1: all had the same guests, like the number. I think of we ago. all had
0: the same prediction of how it would end, and we were all, all wrong. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um, I love the ending, and I love that it it's a good conclusion, but also, a, a like a new door has opened. Yeah. Right. So I I, I don't know where they
0: that it's not like that if this is like the end of the two part like greek story like if that i don't know what it is but if that's it does it feel weird it's not a three part like the previous gods of like the because we had like a yeah i God could see more. that
1: but i did th- these were I, these were more cinematic these these felt, yeah this felt this feels complete more complete than any it, of those it other feels ones.
0: like a story's been told like <laughs> yeah. it's 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 wrapped up i In... would like to see if they go next i would like to see them because obviously now if they're going to head into a new mythology i would like to see them head into like egyptian mythology next
2: there's been, yeah, I know people have been mentioning that. I, personally, that I, don't, I don't want to get in, I don't want to, again, no spoilers on that. I feel like a new enemy has kind of opened up at the end of the game, though. Um, One that you might not expect, and it could easily make a good third part.
1: Well, you have to talk later, because I don't know who you're talking yeah,
2: about. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get into
0: that. <laughs> um, um, I also would like to um acknowledge Christopher Judge for winning an award not just the award for best voice actor but for the award for the longest award acceptance speech in history
1: <laughs> and the best suit
0: <laughs> oh yeah by the way have you seen how shredded he is
1: i am not surprised he looks shredded yeah like
0: he, he's always a big dude so yeah he was oh, always a big dude but right? like like big dudes usually don't have like chiseled six pack abs so um, i don't know what he's doing and but it works. i don't know if it's legal
2: <laughs> um but i want it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah fair
2: <laughs> some, some sort of elephant hormones i don't know i don't know because people were like oh
0: they're gonna do because they're you know we've got a last of a series right oh, yeah, we have, t- there's a possible war yeah, series in the works not possible mm-hmm. to, so people, the works. people are like just cast christopher judge and then yeah. somebody posted a picture i'm like that's a real fucking photo of that dude he's like 50 something
2: i gotta yeah. check i this.
0: think
1: i think they're they're casting younger and, and i think the favorite right now is dean batista i don't want
0: the, i don't want them to cast oh. a named actor i want them yeah. to bring somebody new in somebody because I, no, sure I don't want to be batista distracted to be in a gears of war series yeah. or movie That's whatever fair. like he's so much better for for phoenix than he is I, for kratos i don't yeah. want to be distracted by a Dave batista or a rock or like any of that just like just yeah. somebody brand new so that when i'm watching it i'm watching kratos i know the let's, best let's the best person for kratos
1: pedro on. pascal
0: i mean fuck. Uh, fuck he's in everything i think so might actually as well. i think um be good. mike coulter just said that he probably wouldn't return as luke cage and i think he'd be just oh fine yeah great. he would be good, good right? run, he'd be yeah. great. he's a big dude he said he's been you know keeping in shape but like not you know that is he's not, uh no. he's got a new movie just came out him and um yeah. or, uh, uh, yeah.
2: apparently
0: it's pretty good actually it's it's apparently really stupid but really fun
2: yeah interesting uh, was, i'm looking forward to seeing
0: it to my my list to watch
2: yeah that is not Christopher Judge now, is it?
0: My God, it's his. You're probably looking at a picture from his wife's Twitter.
2: <laughs> he's
0: 57. Is oh my God, he's Jack I mean, leaning this bitch. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like he okay. could cool. Yeah, he could. yeah, he could. So apparently,
0: he could. as I understand, he he was uh, he had a real alcohol yeah. problems yeah. like in SG one and then i think it's something that alcoholics do it's like they get clean and they're like i mm. need a new addiction and it's oh. fucking lifting
2: <laughs> samuel, um, samuel jackson you know his story in that with like you know crack addiction back in like the late 80s and like early 90s and that no you know what is that yeah he he was a crackhead um you know what his passion is now pottery oh <laughs> um love loves golf he's obsessed with golf
1: it's um what's his name Seth Rogen. like like instead of like well, he does still smoke a lot of pot but now he does a lot of pottery as well <laughs>
0: like, And his briskets baby Just <laughs> way to stay on theme there Seth Rogen. <laughs> no. uh, I can't uh, do his laugh uh, uh, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. oh man um yeah awesome uh runner's up Brent for video game uh,
0: uh Darkest Tales
1: Ooh yeah um Dave
0: uh, the Crusader
2: Kings DLC that came,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawk.
2: Um, I didn't play a lot of new games this year, and it doesn't thought, have to be a yeah.
1: new game. That's why okay. I had to pick
2: Starfinder. I literally didn't play a new game last year. <laughs> that Demon Souls remake by Blue Point was a, is looks. Oh, it is.
1: It's a gorgeous game. eh? Yeah. Now that you have your PS5, you can go through all those yeah. things. I
2: I have beaten the armor spider, so it's onward and upward from there, right? (laughs) I was going to pick
1: God of War this year for my my favorite game of the year. Oh, wait, I should say my my runner-up. Disney Dream Life Valley, sure. Um, (laughs) I was going to say God of War is my favorite game of the year, but it's not my most played game of the year. Um, That is this game. Oh, snap! Marvel Snap, Mm. which...
0: Actually, I did play Marvel Snap, and I also played a little bit of Gotham Knights, but...
1: Gotham Knights is is fun but not amazing. Yeah, um,
0: Snap is amazing.
1: Marvel Snap is a collectible card game. It's a digital one. Uh, it's on, it's on PC. It's also on phones. Um, it's, on
0: Steam specifically on your PC. Yeah, Steam.
1: Okay. Um, and uh, basically it's like any card game where you have different cards that have different powers, and then you fight another person, and you try and basically there's three zones. Each has a different. Uh, effect or maybe no effect at all, and you try and win with the most points. But this is all Marvel based, so all the different superheroes get different powers or different amounts of, um, you know, uh, energy and stuff. And it's it's stupid fun. Uh, the The seasons aren't that long; they're about two months. A Month are they only a month?
0: I think they're only a month.
1: Yeah, but they they've, they've been great. a new.
0: There's a new season out today. I know today. Yeah, did, I think so. No, they they I just did. got a, I just got a thing. He's it's Get your game of the year, for fuck's sakes.
1: What? <laughs> no, it's still we the got two
0: more weeks of Savage Land. Yeah, Why two more I weeks of Savage again? Again. I was going to say a,
1: a... Savage Land has only been out for a couple weeks. Um but they've done like a couple of themes. They did a Daredevil theme uh season. They did uh, a No, No, Daredevil. they did a Thor, they did a Thor season.
0: There was Carnage. Yeah, the spider first one right we had black panther
1: yeah black panther and now we and have and now we have savage land. uh
0: now we have the savage oh, land yeah. which is like this all different. just makes me miss uh, the marvel avengers alliance game on facebook
1: i never played that
0: oh my god i was one of the top players in the world in that game i spent so much time on it <laughs> it was basically like you, it it was the same setup it was like uh different seasons and stuff like that like you complete missions to uh Get rewards that yeah, and then you get yeah, new characters and you things. can level them up you can level them up and but it was instead of it's not a card game, it's you would actually send out like you would have your base character which was your hero
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then you would have uh, you could select two members of your team and you would go out and do like three V three battles of like Marvel heroes versus Marvel villains. Oh, neat! and it was like it it got intense, like some of these battles that you would get into in that. And like I got so I had to have every character. I had to have them all leveled up and had every ability for them. And I had to be like the top ranked player in all the PVPs. And it became an obsession. So now I'm like, anytime I hear Marvel on phone, I'm like, I want to stay away.
1: (laughs) This game is stupidly addictive. Um. And, you know, not necessarily in a bad way. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But, like, there are so many cards that you're chasing, and you can't get them all. <laughs> like, no one gets them all at the same time. They're all random boxes that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's I how guess, the other game would work. I guess you could spend money and get some cards, but I'm not doing Somebody
0: that. So somebody spent, like, $2,600, I think, to get everything right that's out right now. Ugh. But it's like, that's not the point of this game. That's not the point.
1: Like it's yeah. no, it's, it's not. you want to no, ruin the stuff. Sorry, Huck. You saying?
2: I'm saying it's like yeah, it's it's not the point. It's you know, there's just some dude who felt like you know he just didn't need that twenty six hundred dollars.
1: I'm trying it's to see the journey. He...
2: It's the journey, baby, not the destination.
1: I only have hundred and thirty five yep. cards, and I still think that like I, I spent a lot of time in this game. I play it every day when I'm on yeah. the toilet as well. I'm just like I'm playing a couple of matches because the matches are all pretty fast. There's only six rounds, so you're just like you right. just you're you're going six. through them.
0: And there's so many mod. Of, there's a lot of. I'm literally playing a match right now. Uh, there's so many <laughs> modifiers. Mod <laughs> like you can get like you know a location might be the TBA. Boom! Now there's only four rounds in the game. You know like or you oh get seven uh, you rounds. got seven rounds. Yeah, with limbo, if like oh you got this level, oh that means. Uh,
1: there's also ones you know? where they're like, you know what, draw three cards. We'll destroy the rest of your deck and that's it. Those are the cards you have to play. Um you could they also have this cool little um Remindious, feature yeah. or this um option where you can snap where that means, you know what, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win and it doubles your, your win points, or you can lose that many. Like if the other person snaps as well. Like it's <laughs> it's such a fun, addicted game. Uh, I see Dave playing it on, on Steam all the time. I play it on my yeah. phone, so I'm surprised being you have never matched up for. Uh...
0: Uh, I'm better than mm. you. That's so, that's fair. Ooh, well. <laughs> I've I've played I've played a lot more. I'm the highest um, collection rank among. We have a we have a private Discord a chat group. I'm in the chat where I'm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm not at this level. Enough. I've been playing. I've been playing it since day one. Yeah. I also I, I play like up to two hours a day because I usually play on the bus to and from school. So see that's fair. That's. I only that's get to play smooth. on
1: the toilet and at night. <laughs> um, what what what's your collection level? I just want to know out of curiosity. Uh,
0: hold on a minute, man. I gotta lose. Oh, I'll just retreat. It's fine. It's only one.
1: You can also cube. retreat other matches, so you don't you lose less yeah. points. Oh, well, man, that's the this... thing is
0: like if your opponent snaps right. So I always snap at the for, beginning. You're playing for cosmic <laughs> cubes. Um, you're playing for cosmic cubes. I'll show you this little little. Oh uh, I can't see. Oh, Moon Girl. It's yeah, yeah. She got some. She got some points. Uh, I'm one thousand or two thousand one hundred and seven is my my collection level right now. Sir, what is it? Pretty high, two thousand one hundred and seven.
1: Damn, that is that's, yes, that is damn high.
0: Um, yeah,
1: I'm only one thousand four hundred and eighty eight.
0: Yeah, that's baby.
1: I also I also started a lot later after you you. started like
0: two weeks ago, and I've been playing yeah since day one. What what's your uh what's your rank? in ranked i'm gold I, i'm oh, i I'm haven't gotten again. vibranium since the first season oh, i'm, again, I'm silver
1: is... i'm almost at gold i'm at silver
0: yeah okay i gotta i gotta break out of gold again i feel like a you kind of have to play a lot yeah. to, to rank up like it's not like it's not about having a really good deck it's also about a really good putting deck games helps. in it helps but it's about putting games in and like it's Some not the size, size of like, your deck; it's how you use it. It really true. is how it you really use is. it because there's a lot of RNG in the game, and mm-hmm. like a like a weaker deck can win because the game ends up, you know, like oh, you know what? Uh, we're gonna reverse, the, you know, these attributes or whatever, or we'll, so we'll give you the things. other person's deck. Yeah, understand? and you cannot like, unlike sort of magic, which you can kind of solve a little bit, um, you cannot prepare for everything in this. Game. You just cannot. I that. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna play this style, and like it's really just like pick a style. And then anytime you fight your counter, retreat.
1: <laughs> um, yeah,
0: because you're good. Like the game defaults. Okay, you're at one cube, and then you can snap. And then when the next round starts, then it'll go. Okay, now you're playing for this many cubes, and you can only play for eight cubes a match. And it takes ten cubes to to go. Like to
2: well, go actually, up it takes hundred
0: cubes technically to go from each level. So from silver to gold, gold to whatever. Every time you go through one of those levels, there's rewards. Every time you get at the point we're at. Every time you get four collection levels in a card, you get like there's a new thing to unlock. Yeah. There's like 17 different ways to unlock stuff in the game that don't involve spending money. It's just play the game. It just
1: takes forever. Just,
0: you just gotta play the game.
1: The the cool thing is that there there are people like there are so many different varieties of decks you can build. Like there's a yeah. I have a couple decks where I'm just like, this is a deck that'll just piss off people the whole time. And I love playing disruption decks. I think no, they're hilarious. hilarious. I love I love playing it. I'm
0: playing Ultron and uh uh Doom right now.
1: I I'm currently playing a um I'm still playing the the Dracula uh, Infinite Infinaut uh one.
0: That's a good one.
1: I love that deck. Do you
0: have Giganto yet? He's a 14 powered It's good to have in there. Um
1: yeah, I have Giganto but he can only be played in the left uh Right, column.
0: but you want him to discard for uh it's just another I, card you I can discard, discard. for powerful. I discard
1: Infinite. for Infinaut's my discard always. Play I Wordle. Mean, you can't
2: guarantee that. I like Wordle. I know. Game I, of the year. I <laughs> yeah. play that woodblock Sudoku thing. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's free on, on on all these platforms, so try it out. Box like, fun. remember when you played Jax? I, remember add, when I you added had it, it on real? Steam, and I'm
0: adding it to my phone right now, as you guys are talking about <laughs> oh. it. It's a I, lot of fun. And it's, I know, it's it's an addiction, addiction is what it is. It, it not is. It's it's an addiction. An, it is. Um, but it's they're true. also going to add a mode where you can find it, you can play with your friends. Oh, cool. But like I My concern something. is that they're going to do the same thing to this that they did to Marvel Alliance, which is like I'm going to spend literally like a quarter of my life playing this game, get to like the top echelon, the top tier of players in the world, you know, like spend so much dedicate get everything and then they're going to come in and put an announcement up one day going like hey guys, eh, sorry, we're shutting the game down. So <laughs> I mean, of course that's always possible that's possible with yeah. every game. Keep in mind, this game is from the former director of Hearthstone. Mm. And some of the people he stole from that team. And Hearthstone right. is somehow still going, despite having lot like just like, like many Blizzard uh teams God, losing Blizzard. all their talent. Also right?
1: Blizzard being terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um people Andrew. every time I wear my Starcraft shirt at school, people are like, We should play Starcraft or Warcraft. And I'm like, I don't play Blizzard games anymore.
1: I, I have not installed anything from Blizzard. I don't even
0: have the installer installed (laughs)
1: on my computer. Anyway, I'm done. That's my game. Uh, Marvel Snap, although God of War is very damn close. Um, Just to end off this episode, because it's late, one thing you're excited for this upcoming year, Brent.
0: I swear to God, if they keep messing around with this fucking date, they better not be lying but goddamn damn it Silk Song should be coming out before june this year
1: yep yep i heard that as well it is hopefully. currently
0: still scheduled they have not changed the date yet so it is still scheduled to be out before june, june ah, this year so that, that'd be amazing
1: maybe i go play through uh hollow night again i love that game so good um dave what are you looking uh, for the, the two
0: days where uh, we finally play Back for Blood and all the new content in it, and I want to play back, back for Blood. I know, and I keep said I keep bugging people about playing Back for Blood. Did I know? Um, I, <laughs> I want to play Back for Blood more than I want to play Deep Rock.
1: It's uh, free um, on um, PSN Plus, I think.
0: It's, no, it's PlayStation Extra. Oh, level. Extra, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. I was. Yeah, it was the whole thing. Um, and also, the day uh, we reach the next biome that I have not experienced yet in Valheim, the Mistlands, I'm very excited. Yes, I would like to. And they just announced the next DLC that, or the DLC—it's not even DLC, just the next expansion. What the next area where you go to? It sounds like Niflheim, maybe <gasps> or something, where there's like <gasps> there's like a new. Th- yeah, well, Valheim is very God of War. Uh, I, know, wish, I wish it's, it's pu- I wish you. I
1: wish you had a PC. Is Valheim on anything else? I don't think no. so. No, it's no, it's an PC. early
0: access. Uh, it just came out in 2020. It's so good. It's so good. It's so get janky. a Steam
1: deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: uh you can run yeah, it get one now I don't, yeah i don't know if it would run well it on does steam deck, but... it
1: does run really well on oh, steam deck. okay why aren't why, uh...
0: you fucking collecting onions for us eric because
1: i can't connect to the custom server on steam deck oh okay so i play my solo okay. game on my steam deck and you then
0: see the game is half uh dark souls Half too my uh, I no, I was gonna say I was gonna say uh Stardew Valley, actually. Oh, Stardew Valley, Yeah, That's a good game. Yeah, yeah. So there's no well, there's a trader actually. You can go by yourself. I
1: have not Google met this person and, yet. No. A trader. Anyway, Hawk, what are you looking easy. forward to this
2: year? Oh anything. Uh, Ant- Ant-Man and Quantum Mania oh, coming so out soon. next month. No. I know. Really? Oh. I, don't, I don't like how how great is it that the these two lovable films, you know, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which are dealt with kind of like really minor consequences for the MCU. His yeah. third outing out now is a Kickstarter Phase Five. This is when he dies. I'm thinking. I
0: kind of hope they.
1: I kind of hope they do. Just... I die. Nothing's gonna make sense to me if he not one of those main characters dies. I assume it's gonna be him
0: it's got to be the swan song for michael douglas and michelle pfeiffer right like come on yeah
1: yeah but it makes like everyone would expect if they died like i i think scott lang's gonna die oh
0: i think the wasp is dying
1: all of them maybe <laughs> it could be all of them and then it's just cassie left yeah oh man and God. then cassie forms oh the young, young avengers, avengers. <laughs> yeah um I, anyways can't wait for that one yeah next month uh i'm definitely gonna watch it maybe i'll come to hamilton we can i'll watch it yeah that'd be yeah. cool
0: um i feel like hawk and i are supposed to see movies all the time we do not communicate <laughs> i don't get out i really I don't have, get out I have like seven i have like a you know a gift card i have a free movie i have how can i points. keep constantly how can i keep constantly like not arranging to go see a movie together and then finding out later that we were either in the theater <laughs> yeah. at the same time or like one
2: showing difference yeah yeah oh man i th- i think the batman was the only film i got out to the theater last year for i think you and i went the same day yeah
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was I one of the ones did. where we went the same day. You went Dude to like showing, I went to the right you or something.
1: No, Man. Batman came out in March. What? Was when did Batman came come out 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 of it. it came was out 2021. in March? Dune came out in twenty one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dune's supposed to come out this year. That's not the one I'm looking forward to the most. Dune's yeah. not Wait, coming out this the, year.
0: What? Dune's, Dune's, Dune's not coming out this year. No, not coming out this year. That's what originally a
1: long time ago. though. Yeah, I'll come out next year. Um, they filming. The thing I'm looking forward to the most. Cocaine Bear. I've been waiting for so long is the third season of Warrior which is supposed to come out in the fall.
0: Oh. Yeah. Very so cool.
1: I this is this is um a series that was based on a an idea by Bruce Lee. It's set during the Tong Wars in the late 1800s in San Francisco. Um it I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It's so good. It's on HBO Max. It used to be on TNT, but then TNT died. So it moved over to HBO Max. It has Andrew Koji, um, Jason Tobin, uh, Olivia Chang. These people are all amazing martial artists and actors in their own right. And it is one of my favorite TV shows. And when I finished the second season and they didn't announce the third one because TNT died, I was like, this is, that's it. That's it. They, they killed my favorite the, show. Yep, yep. And then, but no. But no, no. Then HBO, HBO Max got the distribution rights and the numbers skyrocketed. So they're like, we're going to film another one. I was like, fuck, yes. Yes.
2: Yes. It's so good. The yeah. fight choreography in it is just like top par.
1: It It's like watching a Bruce Lee, like a modern day Bruce Lee film without the cheesy sound effects. Like... And there's so many homages, homages to uh, Bruce oh, Lee. Homages, yeah, homages, like that. <laughs> <laughs> homages to uh, Bruce Lee, and not in a cheesy way. Like it's done tastefully, and I, I loved it. I, I think it's. If you guys, oh, his, seen, his,
2: his daughter's one of the executive producers on yeah, the show. So. She was the
1: one who pushed the people to make it, and she's yeah. been an amazing like cheerleader for that family and that legacy. So uh, amazing. If you haven't, Brent, have you seen this show? No, I feel like you would enjoy it. I f-
0: oh, you would love it. Yeah, I feel I, like I have at least like a good solid four or five years worth of television shows to catch up. On.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: There is too much good content. Yes. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm glad. Like
0: it- a lot of it, I just outright refuse to watch because it's just it's too much. Like I there, there's too many things that I'm supposed to be into that I just outright refuse a lot of it. So. Yeah. Does anybody else wish the apocalypse would happen, but, like, the internet still kind of works so that we could stop? Like, there wouldn't be new things anymore. You're Isn't like, that what I, COVID I've got enough. My, <laughs> my, enough. Entire, my <laughs> entire life's, like, dream is, like, to one day just live in a cabin in the woods somewhere all by myself, never have to interact with society ever again, as long as I have down. internet
1: cabin as long as woods. i have internet then i
0: can do it i
1: don't give a shit i like yeah i still have to get through all of for all mankind i still have one more season to finish of that. i want
0: to watch foundation too foundation That's i haven't
1: cool. watched um I, have yeah. to... I haven't
0: even watched the punisher tv series yet oh that was a good question. Wow. wow it was really good yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> mythic quest is really good too like i love the... it's pronounced
0: mr quest if you watch the <laughs> only Sunny podcast yeah <laughs> um, whatever happened to the galaxy quest tv show that was supposed to happen um
1: it's still supposed to happen but um when al and Rickman died yeah, uh, they, yeah. they totally scrapped it and then they have to they had to re-imagine oh, I didn't it.
0: realize that they were actually getting the original cast back for yeah, it yeah. Oh, okay. I thought uh, it was no, just they were nothing like... else to do but sling coke so.
1: well yeah well he also has uh, the Santa Claus yeah.
0: anyway and he's also got more Toy Story movies to not be hired back
1: for <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what our next episode's going to be we'll find out in a couple of weeks maybe it'll be a music one maybe it won't maybe we'll talk about Ant-Man? I don't know. Two weeks from now. We'll find out. I don't
3: remember
1: what's going on right now. Oh, maybe we'll do uh, Vox Machina. We have a couple. I want to do more um, watch-alongs. Vox Machina on Friday that I'm definitely going to watch. Maybe we'll see some of us. Yeah! So, thank you guys for coming and talking about our favorite things. Um, We'll see everyone out there. Thank you guys out there for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye!
0: Happy 20th Trog nice. Day, everybody.
1: Yeah! Good 2023. 20, oh, <laughs> Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like it here, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.